Show. What's up, everybody? Hi. Welcome. My name's Tom. I'm the host of The Best Show. I'm here with you on this beautiful November evening. The weather. A portrait of autumn magnificence that Norman Rockwell himself could not come up with. The beauty that we here in the tri-state area are experiencing. What a majestic portrait. Tonight, in studio, Mario Olahan's here. And it's also the start of No Dude Vember, which means no dudes can call. Sorry, dudes. You get 11 months out of the year. So, dudes, sit back and relax and listen. Non-dudes, if you identify as anything other than a dude, you call 201-332-3484. And we're going to have a fun show tonight. And I tell you that, from the bottom of my heart, we are going to have fun tonight. And I also tell you that it is time for the best show to begin! Is this it? No, that's not it. Is this it? 
the old music. And eh, we'll go with it tonight. I don't know what happened. It, it's not the files missing. <gasps> it's like uh, it's it's like a, a murder on the Orient Express, but with a, a song instead of a dead body. Can you imagine that movie? First of all, I don't know. Look, this movie's coming out. Murder on the Orient Express. There's no way. I don't know two things about it, so maybe I'm wrong. But I'm going to say, there's no way Johnny Depp isn't dead in the first five minutes of that thing. Right? Mike? Do you know anything about that? Murder on the Orient Express. There's no way Johnny Depp ain't the one who eats it first. Do they all eat it? Is that the point of the thing? Or they just say, like, it's like an old-fashioned whodunit. Yeah. I gotta tell you. One thing. Welcome to the best show, my friends. How are you all doing tonight? I'm doing good. I hope you're doing well. And we're all here on this beautiful November night. Now I know what Axel Rose was talking about when he sang about November rain, right? Well, it's hard to hand it on in the cold November rain. You know that band that Tommy Stinson was the bassist for? He's still on his way here, by the way. Still, still trying to find the studio. He's got two GPSs. Tonight, it is the start of what we do every November now. And every November is now No Dude Vember. No dudes allowed for the month. In terms of the phones, the calls, we don't. And why? People say, why? Why? Just trying to open it up, guys. Just trying to open it up, make it uh, easier for for people to get through. I love everybody who calls and listens. Just trying to cast a wider net and make it uh, an op- open door for people who might not call or or feel like they have room to call. Whatever. It's a, so we just open it up, and it's fun to get different voices into the mix, and then yeah. I know some people. I I got. Some people get all twisted about it. It's just four weeks, guys. What are you going to talk about? Right? What are you going to talk to me about Kevin Smith? You can't wait till December? Can't wait to wind me up? Right? With a video of... of uh, can't wait to call up and then say you, you saw a thing with Kevin Smith in it. I can wait show will still be here but in the meantime everyone look shoot me an email my email's open 24-7 look I'm not on Twitter anymore or Instagram or Facebook and I heard today Dudio was bragging he's like hey you know everybody gets 280 characters now it's like what am I supposed to run back? I think he wants me back to Twitter. 
I'm not going back. Like Lindsey Buckingham said, never going back again. That's the song I sing about Twitter now. And look, do I miss things on social media? Yeah, I do. Like one of the things I miss is my my friend, uh, comedian Mary Houlihan, who's going to be in studio in a little bit. She does funny things on Instagram and it's great. And I don't see it no more. But like they said in Bye Bye Birdie, what you gonna do? Because I'm running this thing like Dickie Goodman now. I'm just doing drop-ins from other things. You ever hear that record, Pat? Mr. Jaws? There was this guy, his name was Dickie Goodman. And he did a record, it was like, a, it was called Mr. Jaws. And it was basically him, it was like, I'm here by the beach and like, and I'm talking, doing an interview with, with Mr. Jaws. And what's that? No, not Ray Steele. I said Dickie Goodman. That's it. You're Mike's out of here. Mike's out. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I got to say this. The phone number. What? Oh, the rhythms are off tonight, I tell you. This is like the, this is like the Cleveland Cavaliers here were this bad. The ball's bouncing off our legs, going out of bounds. Come on, guys. So I'll get tight. Then Dudio's laughing now because Mike made a mistake. His favorite thing. And he's going to talk more. He doesn't, he doesn't think I can hear the conversations he's having out there. I can hear all of it. Talk about the pit. To get his farewell show this uh, Saturday, right? Can I say that? Well, I did already. Bridge and Tunnel, Dudio's sketch troupe. Uh, I think their final show for the for the for the this year and final show at the pit. Okay, is this Saturday? So you can find out more about that over at uh, I don't know where. Google. Go to Google. They'll tell you all about it. It's at 7.30 at the pit. All right. I'm being told by Mike that there's one exception to No Dude Vember that I have to get in here. At the start it off, then No Dude Vember will start after this call. Is that fair to say, Mike? And now Mike sounds sad. Now I got to apologize. I'm sorry, Mike. Mike said, yes. Oh, boy. I tell you. Best show, hi. Yeah, this is Bob Curry, Dealer Twin. I'm mean, Bob. I'm taking this thing over. And I'm telling you, yeah, and I'm here too. Uh, I'm Big Spud Swab, and I'm going to take over Snowboard Revolution. Oh, my Tom. goodness. It's Avalanche Bob. Mo- the- How are you, Tom? Avalanche Bob, I'm well. Uh, yeah, the album's out, Tom. The album is out. Yeah, it's getting pretty good recognition. And where can people, what's the album called? It's called Avalanche Bob Snowboard, um, High Power Snow Power. It's on, uh, it's on, uh, it's avalanchebob.bandcamp.com. And people should check it out. Yeah. And, uh, it's getting quite a bit of recognition. You think you might play something on? 
I might. I don't have a free copy of it. You think I thought I'd get a free copy of it for all the promotion I do. Okay, I'm gonna get well, you. I a gotta, free copy. I gotta go lay out the money like every, like every. Yeah, I'm else. gonna get you a free copy. Don't worry. All right, all right. Get me a free and, copy. And uh, okay, and um, uh, yeah. Oh, um, my movie is opening on the uh, 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 on Friday, uh, 11, uh, 10 o'clock at IFC Theater in Manhattan. And there's a part about you in there. There's a part about me in this movie. Is this Friday? Yeah, I'm calling you on the phone about the best show. All right. Best show. What do you got going on in the background there, Avalanche Bob? What are you watching the news? Oh, nothing, Tom. It's off. That's all right. So, um, yeah, so uh, if uh, it's IFC Theater in Manhattan, um, and if, you know, That's Friday. If anybody wants to go check it out. That's Friday. I'm gonna send uh, gonna send someone from the team to go check it out. I'm I'm gonna be out of town, unfortunately. Uh huh. I will not be okay, able to attend. I'll, I'll be out of town. It's an IFP theater. You know where that is? I do. It's across 323. the street. Three twenty-three. Where it's across the street from the basketball courts. Yeah, three twenty-three. Um, in Greenwich Village. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, congratulations. Tom, thanks for everything, man. Okay. I, I put a thing about thanking you on the album too. That's 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 so nice. I'm so I can't thank you enough for thanking me on the album. And uh, I'll get you a copy, Tom. Okay. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate. All right, it. I'm, man. I'm thank you so talk. much. Congratulations all right, thank on all. You. The I'm going to get it to you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. All the best. Have a great night. Okay, you too, man. Now you can put your TV show back on. This guy. Look, God bless him. I love him. I love this guy. I love him. He's he's a constant inspiration. Could have could have someone someone from the team could have hooked me up with a free download. Oh, I've been talking about the record for eleven years now. Someone from the team couldn't send me, couldn't throw me a Dropbox on that one. It's the me and the. This is the sole source of promotion for this thing. I'm a, I'm like his Fox News. I'm like Avalanche Bob's. I'm like his his like house organ. Yeah, now yeah, let's not let's not worry about sending Tom a copy of the record. I can play. I'll play twenty seconds of it from iTunes. How's that, guys? I tell you, the team. Couldn't throw me one. Couldn't throw me a copy. Yeah, you know, why, 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 why would you? Why would you? What's that? How long? And he's got the movie, and I'm in the movie apparently. And so that ends. That ends. Dudes calling for the month of November. There it goes. Dudes, your ambassador represented you. Now your run is over. Start of the show, what did we hear? Oh, we heard Kurt Vile and Courtney Barnett from their album, Lots of Sea Lice, on Matador Records. This record's so great. That song's called Blue Cheese, and you hear who's mentioned in that thing? Me. Me. 
this is what I say with things like this. I hear that. I could cry. I hear that. Look, am I going to ever host a, 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 a show talking this or that? No, I'm not. I'm never going to have that career. I'm not that guy. But I get, you know what I get it in? I get it in, in, in cred and respect from the people. People I respect. When, when you respect someone and they respect you back, I tell you, that's the best feeling. And for Kurt to put that in there, in that song, unbelievable. Cheer up Tom Sharpling, the king. Well, you hear that? You hear cheer up uh, hamburger men? They got that? Anybody putting a record out with those guys? No. And cheer up Chris Hardwick. No. Not doing that. Not fitting him in a song. Sure, look, they throw him bags of money. But he ain't got the thing I got, baby. It's the love. I got the love, and it makes me very rich. I'm rich in that regard. In terms of the money part, whatever. Money shows up. Money takes care of itself. People are very generous with the Patreon for this show, and I love it, and never take it lightly. Keeps the keeps the show going. Everybody gets paid from it. Yeah. But that's where we get it there. Not, uh, not on the other end. That's okay. Don't get the bags of money. What am I supposed to do? Ta- talking? What am I going to do? With... Right? What am I going to do? Talking curb? Or do a curb your enthusiasm post show? Curb. What a fun show. First of all, every episode's 40 minutes now. And look, this season seems to be... Oh, there's an uh, there's one of my a funny person I respect uh, popping in on this thing that is taking place in the world of a dirty joke book. Like they had the what's-his-face on there. Uh, Sean from uh, a Hollywood Handbook was on a week ago. It's funny. Sean's funny. June Diane Raphael was on this past week. Very funny. Funny. But look, did I need to see Larry David actually seem like he was having a nervous breakdown to have to not fly first class? Yeah, that's... Might be a little tone deaf for the world right now. And I know that's the point of it, but I'm I'm the one watching it. Look, God bless him. He's made fun. He made a mountain of funny stuff with Seinfeld. He earned it. He's in the he he gets to be in the victory lap. Right, Mike? Oh. It's Mike. He's mad at me. I can tell. So look. Last night in Jersey City, it's this triumphant concert. Kurt Vile, Courtney Barnett, they're playing live at the Lowe's in Jersey City. I'll say this. Anytime there's a chance to see a show at that theater, you should go. It's like being inside like a Fabergé egg, that thing. It's this beautiful old theater, so nice. I love it. 
So I go there, walking up to the theater, within five feet, five feet I step onto the marquee when I hear, hey Tom, lo and behold it's Jello man, there he is, he's like, uh, come on I gotta show you something, and he's, so he takes me, he's got his van parked 10 feet from the theater with a, with one of those stick signs that go like you slap the magnetic thing on it. It says Jello man. And he's got this van and it's all trades. He's got chairs in it and he's giving out Jello shots. Nice guy. Love Jello, man. Salt of the earth. Then I go, then we go see the show. I see, I see all my friends. I see, uh, Pat Byrne is there. Best show, uh, the best show's Pat Byrne. I see AP Mike there. It was like a who's who. And then we all go sit down. Me and Mike and Pat, we're all sitting down in the show. It was a great show, right? He's clipped answers. I tell you, he's not happy. Yup. And there's Dudio laughing at Mike, being mad. He loves it. Mike's mad. Dudio finds it funny when Mike... Mike gets mad at me. Dudio thinks it's funny to watch Mike mad. Then laughs, and then that makes Mike madder at Dudio now. Takes the focus off me. I'll take it. So look, we had a great time. We're watching the show. And then they go, and they, they and the band is so great. The band is awesome. Kurt's great. Courtney's great. Everybody in the band's great. Drummer's great. Drummer's so great. Uh, Stella. I'm blanking on her last name. She's in the band Warpaint and does all sorts of other stuff. So great. One of the best drummers I've ever seen. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. So then they start to play that song and then some guy, like this one guy kept getting up and down the whole show. Right, Mike? Up and down the whole show, that one guy. So he starts getting up. And it Kurt's like, oh, I want to dedicate this song to Tom Sharpling. And this guy's like, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. And then I like had to get, like lean up in my seat to let him by. 
He makes it look like I'm, like, standing when he, like... Like I'm looking to, like, be seen when he said that he dedicated a song to me, which was so nice. And then this one clown kept getting up and down. And look, I know it sounds shallow. All I wanted to do was hear this thing with the song. And here's me, my name, in a song. That's all I wanted to hear. This is very meaningful to me. I don't, it might, might sound, maybe I sound like Larry David right now talking about flying first class. Maybe this is no different. It's no different, Larry. I can't fly first class, huh? You got nothing in first class? Why are these episodes 39 minutes long? What is that about? This guy forget how long a sitcom is? So, uh, starts the song. They're playing the song. And at one point, it was me and Pat and Mike. At one point, Mike bolt, Mike splits. I'm like, did Mike leave? He was like, hey, I guess he was good. He saw, he ran into Jello Man. And the two of them were, were catching up. And then Mike brought Jello Man down to sit right when the song the song Blue Cheese that has me mentioned in it is like and Joe Man's like Whoa, what's up and I like was like I don't know where you're supposed to sit dude there's not an extra seat here and he like stomped off am I making everybody mad now is that all I do now make people mad I just wanted to hear the song with my name in it that's all And then they did it. It was so sweet, and it it was very nice. And the show was great. And then I went and found Jello Man and told him to come back and sit down. The mic had drummed up an extra seat. The phone number two zero one three three two three four eight four. And then there's like a Jello Man. There's some documentary being made about Jello Man, and they're filming him. And then they were filming a thing backstage about the concert. And then, so then there's like two camera crews back. It's like this guy and then this crew filming the thing, and they're filming each other. It's a real comment on the media. The Who's good here, Mike? One's good. Best show. Yo, it's your boy, Jello Girl. <sighs> What's that? Tom, it's, it's Jello Girl. Goodbye. This guy can't obey the rules. No dude member. Look, I know why. Mike, Mike, you let him through. That's very funny, Mike. I'm laughing. I think it's funny. But what? I talked. I talked to him for six hours last night. He, he, gentleman's got to click back on this. He, he wants to. He, 
I, I look over at one point, he's wrestling Mike. I don't know what that is. Like he had Mike in like a figure four leg lock. Then another point, he's like, you know, I could, I could take you down. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you could. Yeah. I'm sure you could take me down. Wait, what is this? this is how we deal with stuff now? We wrestle each other? This guy's just looking to wrestle. And look, I love you, Jello, man. I love you. Just maybe you don't wrestle everybody. Looking to wrestle all the time. I'm not looking to wrestle at this point. I was never looking to wrestle. When did I ever want to wrestle? Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. It's Cat from Raleigh. Cat from Raleigh. What's up, Cat? Well, I mean, it's the <laughs> best month of the year. Just thought I'd t- like take the opportunity to call in. Welcome to No Dude Vember. I want to, I'm looking at, I did not award the cat stuff. Uh, I'm looking here. Hold on one second. From Cattober a couple weeks ago. Let's see here. What did I need to award here? Deep. I didn't know I won anything. I didn't. I didn't appoint any winners yet. You might not have won anything. What did your What did your cat do again, cat? Well, I mean, I told a story about him pushing my phone under the oven. That's right. But I don't know if that like merited anything. And also, I had recording difficulties, so I sent you a like an email of his meow. I'm so sorry, your cat did not qualify it's no big deal for the golden circle of cat winners he's still number one in my heart that's all look my dog good and poochie this dog ain't gonna win no awards if i took this dog to uh to a dog show no she ain't gonna win nothing but you know i don't i'm not looking for that kind of award yeah uh, Sid's currently at the top of his tree right next to my desk, and he's looking himself, so he looks really happy. Sid seems pretty cool. Hmm. So what's going on, Kat? What, what's uh, what's going on down in North Carolina? Hmm. Well, actually, the reason I called in is because I feel like I kind of, like, I guess need a pick-me-up because... Uh, couple weeks ago, I got some bad news on my end. I had a setback with my health. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it, is it uh, like one step back or is it bad? I don't know. It's hard I'm not to... going to die imminently. <laughs> okay. They're trying something new on me. I'm a lab mm. rat, but they got other stuff oh, to throw at me. Cat, I'm sorry. But I don't know what to say. You're in it, and you're you're taking care of yourself. And unfortunately, you did not get to say when this was done. And you got more to do with this. That's terror. It's terrible. Though. I'm not trying to minimize it, but it's it's. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I guess I just wanted to like sort of like I know. You've expressed before that you believe in me, and I, 
Uh, you take a deep breath. I don't want to get choked up on the air. Well, it's okay. Look, you just you just take care of yourself. That's all you have to worry about is yourself. Don't worry about this or the any of that stuff. You got you you you're gonna you're gonna just take it a step at a time. Yeah. Also, um, uh, I mean, I I found out about that like just a couple days before Cattober happened. So Cattober came at exactly the right time. Well, good. That's then. Then that's maybe what you're going to be doing now is pulling little things that kind of keep you keep you that'll sustain you and keep you going to the next thing while you go through this. So look for those things. Maybe does that is that, is that something you can focus on? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make it sound like worse than it really is. Because, like, I definitely have options. I've been, my doctors have told me that I've, they've got multiple lines of defense coming. And I'm still, like, in school. I, I'm not, like, dropping out or anything. Although, like, funnily enough, like, right before I heard about this, I, I scheduled, I, I, I decided to delay my qualifying exams. I was gonna take my PhD qualifying exams in January, but I'll be taking them in May instead. And that'll, that took a big load off me. You gotta just take care of yourself. Then, if, yeah. if that's how that worked out, then then let it be, let it work for you. Can't mm-hmm. do everything at once. Yeah. And if you don't focus I, on I, your I, health, you're not going to do anything. You're, there's not going to be a you to to focus on. So. Yeah. Also, I just wanted to say I'm sorry for everyone who's tuning in. That like the first like. Official call of no November is so depressing. Well, it's fine. It's life. That's how it goes. It's not all a party sometimes. What are you going to do? You're I here. Will say, and though, sometimes it's a good time and sometimes it's not a good time. I got to say, though, even with this crap news on my end, I feel a lot better today than I did at this time last year for obvious reasons. That's right. The only one who was happy last year was uh, was Pat. Oh, no. Don't tell me. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say a lot about Pat. Let's just say Pat wears a red hat here every week. Red ball cap. Ouch. And he eats at McDonald's every day. He gets a quarter pounder. Every morning. Hmm. In honor of his hero. I'm not going to say who his hero is. Let's just say Pat wears a red baseball cap. Wherever he goes. And he eats at McDonald's. He eats a quarter pounder. He has a quarter pounder for breakfast. They make him one early because he's got <laughs> connections at the McDonald's he's at. Because mm. if they're, he said if they're going to do breakfast all day, then why can't they do lunch all day? Yeah, he I mean, I get that because breakfast is my least favorite meal. And sometimes I just skip it because I wake up. Also, my my ideal breakfast is actually closer to the d- dessert. Which would be what? Like a piece of cake? Well, I like just sort of 
pastries and stuff, like, because I hate eggs, and I'm not into eating meat for breakfast, so my instinct is to go for the chocolate. Yeah, I got I got it. That's what I fight. That's why they invented cookie crisp <laughs> for people like me and you, that we can have cookies for breakfast. <laughs> so, we'll look at Things that you're, you're taking care of yourself. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. So just do that. And just cut yourself mm-hmm. some slack. Take care of yourself. And you will get through this. Yeah, I mean, I just have had, like, been operating on the attitude that I, if Tom Sharpling says I can do something, I can do it. So I guess that was well, the occasion for me calling in. Well, that's a, a sweet thing to say. I'm just, just like you, just a person out there trying to make their way in the world. It's all, but there's a whole bunch of us. So you, you, we're all in it together. Thanks, Tom. All right, Kat. You, 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 let me know how you're doing. Shoot me an email, please, and I'll talk to you. Yeah, later. I might call later in the month, and hopefully, I'll call in a more upbeat note. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right, all you right, take care. Thank of you. Okay. Bye. Bye. I gotta give these Catober awards out. Yeah, so it's fun. The the show was great. I don't mean to. Here goes Mike. Oh, hey Mike. Is it Larry? Mike just said Larry the perv called. How is it that like it's no dude Vember and we've gotten like. More dude dudes in the last half hour than we get in a normal. We got Jello Man, Larry the Perv, and Avalanche Bob. What this? It's a circus train overturn, right? Since Ringling Brothers went under, I can't believe that went everybody's circus. Oh, the circus! Has anybody? Has anybody? You know, everything, it's just like, oh, they're getting rid of the circus. What a shame. Really? It's a shame. You can stop whipping elephants. You can stop doing that. Even if they're not whipping them anymore. Maybe they weren't whipping them anymore. I don't know. But you know what, though? At least they can stop. You know what I knew they were doing is transporting them. They can stop dragging them across the country. I think an elephant likes getting a, 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 a freight car. No. Sometimes the past, it's got to be the past. And then it goes away and nobody's like, oh no, the circus isn't back. No one cares. Is anybody saying like, boy, you know what I miss this time of year? Ringling Brothers. Right? Is anybody like, boy, this is about the time of year I would go see Ringling Brothers. Right? It's probably they, they get less pervert clowns running around the city. That's, and I'm not smearing clowns. I'm sure there's some very nice clowns out there. But it, 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 I'm also saying it seems like a nice thing to hide behind. Some clown makeup. Yeah, sometimes the, sometimes the past just gotta go away. 
You know what I mean? Like you know this is this guy there's this guy Vin Scully. He's this he's this baseball announcer. He's terrible, first of all. Anytime they would play he's I guess the Dodgers announcer, is that right? Anytime he would do like a national game, it would be like the worst thing you ever heard. Suddenly it'd be like, why is this old guy talking ab- ab- about uh, birds flying over the top of the state? Like, tell me what's going on in the field, dude. Like one of the, one of those, he's one of those guys who would just paint a picture of it. Yeah, but it's a weird, but it's not what's, you know, it's a, you know what you can also tell us about is the What's happening with the baseball game? So, he, look, he sucks. He became a legend because he didn't go away. And that, and that happens a fair amount. Look at the Red Hot Chili Peppers, those guys. They sucked in 1984. They just never left, and somehow they're like some classic band now. Just because they didn't leave. Anybody who doesn't leave becomes like a legend at some point, says the guy who won't stop doing a three-hour show every week for half of his life. But I'm good. That's the thing. I was good the first show. I'm good tonight. Eh, Maybe not so good tonight, but I've been good. So this Vince Scully, he like retires from calling these Dodgers games. And then they're like... They're like, uh, they asked him about the, uh, about the, uh, the NFL players kneeling. And he's like, I will never watch another NFL football game ever. Who cares? Oh no, a 95 year old guy is going to boycott football. Look out. Or the, 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 the industry's in trouble. It's like this ninety-five-year-old guy is going to stop watching. And everyone's like, "Oh, football's in trouble." No, football's just not making as much money as it was. It's still making mountains of money. It just maybe one of those mountains is maybe one of the mountains on that mountain range of money it's making is not the tallest mountain ever. It's like football's going under. Because these players, they because they take a knee because they're standing up for for uh, for police brutality. They're taking a, well, not standing up for it. No, they're standing. They're, they're kneeling against it. It's literally the opposite. They're not standing up for police brutality. They're kneeling against police brutality. But then these guys, oh, he's bringing the flag like like they're putting the soldiers down. They're not. There's nothing to do with the soldiers. Why, why can't this get the... Look. Some fossil ain't gonna watch no baseball game. Good riddance. A football game? Who cares? Look, he's... he's uh, Anyway, he's not even football age right now. He's... Pretty, Vince Scully, if he... A couple more years, he'll, he'll be in the prime demo to watch uh, Monk. Monk reruns. 97 and up, I think, is the... That was our target demo on that show. 
on the Rest Home Network. Right? <laughs> yeah, hang in there, Vin. You're a couple years away from being from that sweet spot. That sweet spot to where where you'll finally get Monk. <laughs> I will never watch another NFL game ever. First of all, that's a lie. He will. Who cares? Bechel, hi. Hi, this is uh, Aaron from Cleveland. Aaron from Cleveland, how are you tonight? I'm doing good. How are you? I am pretty good. Um, as I, sorry, I, I, I'm like listening on my headphones and I just had to turn off the, uh, the, uh, stream that I was also listening to yeah. at the same time while you were calling me. So I was a little disoriented That's for a right. second, but how, how are you I'm doing? Good. I'm good. I'm good. You get, you get your, you get your footing, Aaron. And yeah. Then, yeah. You... I got my sea legs again. I'm good. good. So what's um, going on in Cleveland tonight? Not much. Mayor's race, but I don't know. I think it's going to be kind of a blowout for the uh, incumbent, as usual. In the very corrupt Cleveland political machine. New Jersey making... has... No, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, New Jersey has a new governor, apparently. It was a real fun race here. It was a race where a, a one of Chris Christie's henchmen was running... Against a guy with a hundred million dollars who's never served ever. Well, that sounds like a fun, that sounds yeah. like we're just getting the best choices. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like, you know, the, uh, the great bargain that everyone is forced to make with collective yes. or with uh, electoral politics, yes. but you know, we've I don't seen want to it. get too political and. Look, I'm not, you know. I'm not going to get too political either, but we've seen how great it is when someone with zero political experience like it just goes so smoothly and yeah i will say one thing the new governor in in new jersey what's his name mike phil murphy isn't that the dad on modern family he's the governor I... that guy the eddie munster hair Oh, God, not the Eddie Monster hair. That makes a lot of sense now. He's the governor of New Jersey? Well, no, that's a character. No, Phil, that's Phil Dunphy. Okay, I'm being told. It's not him. <laughs> but this guy, the one thing that everybody's looking forward to is uh, within the first hundred days, he vowed to uh to uh make a, a, a weed uh a, a legal in New Jersey. He vowed to make it legal. Yes, he's going to so uh come come uh, March uh or April everybody please uh if you're coming to Bayonne feel free to swing by Mass's head shop. That would be great. Mike right. should definitely open yeah. like a, a dispensary. Oh my, could you could you imagine, Mike? 
now his voice livens up now. For the last <laughs> for the last hour, he's been like, yeah, yeah. You mentioned the idea of Mike opening a dispensary, Aaron, and now Mike it sounds like he's he's, he's like, yeah. Would I feel you, like he could have a really good like high end clientele with like the audiophile crowd that he hangs out with. Oh my goodness! Because, and like they probably don't know how much weed you, costs anymore you, because you. they're just spending like six hundred dollars on belt driven turntables. So he could probably charge them like a lot of money for Reggie and just tell them it's like this incredible hydroponic stuff. Are you writing this down, Mike? Mike said they you're you are off uh in terms of these uh the, these guys do know a fair amount about uh about weed. Oh, they're, they're the connoisseur class, okay? Yes. Focus on the sewer part of it. But just yeah. picture it. AP Mike's dispensary. Right? They have their own strain, the Bayonne poison yeah. or something. Yeah. The Bayonne Kush, right? Right? <laughs> Yeah, this is good if you have problem or if you are dealing with back pain. Here, smoke this. I I prescribe this for it. Like, would Mike be the doctor at the dispensary also? He he should open a dispensary in the uh, the parking lot where he buys uh, the bootleg DVDs, like in like one of those little like drive up photo booth kind of things. Mike, uh, Aaron might be charting your future right now picture this an ap mike superstore it's a it's one part dispensary one part bootleg dvd distribution center right and then one part is like masses too beautiful and then the shirts and i gotta say this i'm watching impractical jokers a few days ago, and mm-hmm. our, our friend Sal, who comes on the show. Yeah, yeah. Now it's their hour-long season finale. Oh, my Spectacular. God. And what shirt is Sal wearing through a huge stretch <laughs> of this? A massive shirt. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I could hear the, it could, it probably moved the needle on the, on the, like in Bayonne, like with the, with the earthquake thing that reads like a, what is that, a seismic, what is that called? The, the, like the seismograph? Seismograph. That measures, yes. yes. Bayonne probably shook that night. He'd be like the third most popular person, person from Bayonne, but he's not even from Bayonne, he just, Happened to oh. wear the T-shirt on. Oh, at this point, Impractical Sal, Jokers. Sal is good. Cable. Sal's good in Bayonne for the rest of his life. He now has leapfrogged the guy from the from the Denture commercial. And <laughs> um, get the true velvet rope. Yes, the he. If Sal rolled into Bayonne and went to that that green Seven Eleven. A quick check. And I think it's green. It's green because I think it's green. They call it green because I think they think it's green because it runs on solar panels. But there's also like green stuff on the food there. Like that's not the kind of green that people are talking about when they talk about going green. They're like, yeah, 
this ham has been going green for a while, right? This boar's head is going green. We just cha- oh, we God. just scrape it off. I can't wait till they put like luxury like like luxury townhome condos in the boar's head factory in Bushwick. You mean when when meat slicing becomes sport? Yeah, when I no when when Bushwick finally just reaches like peak gentrification and like the boar's head factory is on the first floor and then there's luxury condominiums above it. Okay, I right see. Near the, uh, right near the Morgan L. Okay. Look, you, you're you in Cleveland and you know more about Brooklyn than I do. That's... Yeah, well, there's records to buy for far too much money when I'm on tour and stuff. Mike? But... You excited about that uh, sticky icky, right? Excited, <laughs> right? Look out, New Jersey. It's going to be a lot of head shops going head shops. No. It's going to be a fair amount of dispensaries going up. A fair amount. They're going to be everywhere. These vape shops are all going to... That's what's going to take the big hit is vaping. People are going to be like, wait, why am I smoking this trash? Those people, the people that like run like vape shops have probably all like put in for their dispensary clearances in most states already. I'm, I'm sure they have... This is the, the moment... I'm sure that uh, that Phil Murphy is in the pocket of Big Vape, right? The yeah. Governor. Like th- those all used to be like. I feel like every vape shop used to be like the like roll your own cigarette shop and like head shop before, and then they all of a sudden overnight like every one of them became a vape shop. Yeah. And like they'll become dispensaries, or and like the ones that don't get to be dispensaries will probably just sell like K two. And Kratom. <laughs> Aaron. Anything What's else? Up? Anything else? All the phones are lit up. I'm going to try to get, I'm going to bring my friend Mary. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Don't, don't apologize. It's a great call. New Jersey's weed legalization. I know. It's not no exactly real what you called in about. I, I, I called. Um, I'm excited for No Dude Vember. I'm really committing um, to No Dude Vember this, this year. And uh, I'm actually going to start hormones next Friday. Okay. And I'm going to be, I guess, really trying to get rid of as much dude as possible in terms of the future of No Dude Vember for me. So. Well, look. Um. There's nothing. Yeah. Look. There's nothing wrong with dudes. Well, there's a couple. No, things I know. Dudes. No, there's a few things wrong um, with dudes. I'll take, I'm going to walk that one back a little bit. There's a few things wrong with some dudes. Look. Huh. It's just a month. Where we're just trying to make it, because I know I get I get all sorts of I get people who feel like it's always guys and I can't get through and I can't call in and all we're trying to do is is, is just open it up now and look I think that's that's awesome you're you're taking that step Aaron mm-hmm. so congratulations thank you um, but yeah there's that and I guess I'm giving myself till like the first of the year to decide between something that I think we talked about like last time of like trying to relocate from Cleveland and stuff. Yes, that's right. Who who was here when we talked about that? Someone was in studio when we talked about that. Who was that? Was Uh, it Rebecca Rebecca Sugar? That's right. It was Rebecca. Yeah, that was really nice too, by the way. Like she was very sweet. Um, Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's the nicest. 
I feel that I, I had like something to talk about, but you kind of already touched on it with like how terrible like Larry David's current season of curve is. It's just atrocious, Bad and um, I, I had been watching the Deuce. Actually, I was wondering if you had seen that yet. And I was wondering if you were hoping for uh, the crossover episode that they'll inevitably do with Vinyl. I, I have not seen The Deuce yet. I am not allowed to watch it. My mommy, uh, no, I'm kidding. I just, <laughs> like I, uh, I just haven't started because there's never, a, there has not been a point in any of my days where I've just been like, yeah, I think you know I'm what? ready to start watching The Deuce now. Let me go There's never been this. a point in any day where you're just like, you know what would be better than one James Franco in this show? Two James Franco. Yeah, I, I, I generally have been, with my days lately, have not been just like, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to go wallow in some filth for a while. Some stuff, watch some sleazy porn stuff. Uh, it's like, yeah, I just haven't felt, it has not captured my fancy. They should just start adding slowly more James Franco's to the show. Aaron, tonight, I got to say, you, the ideas are coming out, out of you fast and furious. You've basically, you reshaped Mike's future with a head shop that also sells bootleg DVDs. The idea of them adding a third James Franco would be the funniest thing I've, I, I haven't watched it, but the idea of that was the big season reveal, a third James Franco shows up. Like a nerdy one? What would he be, nerdy? Um, I don't know, they should, they should have multiple James Francos, but like, like all with kind of like different, like they'd have a nerdy one, but then they'd have another one that's like attitude James Franco, and then. It's like multiplicity, is what you're saying. Yeah. It's, (laughs) <laughs> or it's like there, inside out. It's every there, there, emotion. There, was, there used to be like um, there used to be like this commercial that I remember. It was like on a VHS tape that my parents taped for me of like some like late night dinosaur specials on like like Discovery Channel or something. And there was always this commercial that I remembered that was just called Viva Elvis. That was about like the Elvis impersonator mania, and they're like. They've got, they're like, we've got old Elvis, young Elvis, child Elvis, black Elvis, girl Elvis. They should do that with James Franco. That. On that show. That's a legitimately great idea. And I also, I just want you to not necessarily breeze past the idea that you grew up on late night dinosaur specials. Yeah, they were great. Just, they, just, they definitely. Just, Remember that phrase, like, just think about that phrase, the power of late night dinosaur specials is something. I mean, I guess late night is relative because like as a child, like if something's on at like nine o'clock, it's probably later than being able to stay up as like a little kid and stuff. But I do remember them pretty clearly. When when you say late night. There was also, they they were a pretty great time capsule because they had like, a lot of old commercials on the tapes and one of them was that like really iconic Sears air conditioning commercial where the woman where he's like oh I'll call Sears tomorrow and the woman's like you you said you'd call today and he's like I'll call now like that one <laughs> and 
I think I messed that up. It's iconic, but I somehow couldn't seem to remember what that actually went like. I'm going to need to brush up on my Sears commercials. Because that actually seems like one I want to see. Oh, I bet, yeah. It's it's definitely entered the collective consciousness and scarred the genetic memory of a culture for years. (laughs) Uh, All right, Aaron, I'm going to say to you, Thank you for calling, and congratulations on you going forward. Sure, yeah. Um, I'll call back later this month once I've, you know, slowly started to eradicate the testosterone poisoning from my system. All right. um, (laughs) You can laugh. It's okay. I'm working a little darker than normal, but... (laughs) Look, I like it. You're being so funny tonight. I'm not that sorry. you're not funny. <laughs> Have a good times. night. No, you're being really funny. Thanks, Aaron. You take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Vinska. It's hot in here now, right? Yeah. Can you throw the, the air on a little bit? And can you throw Mary Houlihan uh, into the studio? Well, don't throw her. Please walk her into the studio, my my esteemed guest. Hello. Look what's in here. Look what's in your hand. It's a beer. Where am I going? Take that. Slide it over. Hello. You're already. You're already nuts. You're you're already nuts. Like. Usually there's a, a kind of a like a, a warm up period, Mary, <laughs> when you come in. It's usually not, you're usually not, hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Well, I'm, I look all sweaty and disheveled in here because it's you hot. You look in incredible. Here. You're glowing. Oh, well, I actually have some exciting news. Yeah? Yeah. I am expecting. Mike <laughs> to bring in no I'm not mm. did you see what's in the refrigerator first of all I got all these snacks are you at Mike scale of 1 to 10 how do you rate the new snack delivery a 7 oh, gives me something to strive for I'll try mm-hmm. harder you knocked it down because I got Pringles weird so you actually, it, instead of like saying you didn't get this, so I knocked it down. You knocked it down because I got Pringles. You don't like Pringles. What was I supposed to get? Lay's. Lay's is good. Okay. Dudia really like likes the Pringles. Mary likes the Pringles. Dudia, what do you give the snack? Thirteen. Oh, that's too much of a suck up mm. move. That's just as offensive as Mike <laughs> Seven. You both went three past where you should have been. Mm. Pat? And look, if you guys want to order a pizza pie, go ahead. Order a pizza pie. You always know that. You know, I don't have to say it anymore. Just order it. You did? Also, uh, so I got all these snacks. Loaded them in. 
got a, I'm going to say this to you guys. If a bag's open, you close it. If I have to deal with another stale jar of those pretzel peanut butter things, I come out there, the thing's open every time. I tell you, I'm going to make you, I'm going to make you, it's going to be like the, the dad making you smoke a pack of cigarettes. I'm going to make you eat an entire uh, jar of that stuff. What do you think if a kid with like a, a parent got caught their kid smoking and there's like, I'm going to make you smoke this whole pack. What if like at the end of the kid's like good at smoking and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Thanks for this. We got to run out to the 7-Eleven, get more smokes. I burned through this whole pack. Yeah, it's just practice. Like yeah. they trained. Yeah, like they taught their <laughs> they taught their ten year old suddenly mm-hmm. how to smoke, and now they have a a like skilled yeah child smoker now that they groomed to smoke. It's kind of like how um, Venus and Serena and all these like Olympic athletes are trained by their you know their crazy parents that mm-hmm. are making them. Do all this stuff when they're five years old. Um, that, but for smoking. But for smoking, that's <laughs> not a talent. What did your parents want you to do? Did they did they try to aim you in anything that you pushed back against Mary Houlihan? Uh, no, at not Mary really. Hooli, at Mary Hooli, Mary Houlihan dot com. Is that right? Mary Houlihan dot com. Mary Houlihan dot tumblr dot com dot com dot tumblr dot com. <laughs> MaryHoulihan.tumblr.com. So what did your parents do? I'm sorry. I wanted to get the plug in there for you. Um, I think they, like, wanted me to do something creative. They were very encouraging. Mm-hmm. I think they felt like they would have liked to, to do something creative. And that you, since they didn't. They can live through me. Yes. Yeah. And do they live through you? Yeah. <laughs> Do they like your paintings? They do. And they come to my shows sometimes. To the comedy shows? Mm-hmm. Have they seen uh, Puppet Town? What's the one called? Yeah, they, they've they come to Puppet Town. What is it called? Cartoon Monsoon. Cartoon Monsoon. That's a very funny show. I saw a couple months ago, I saw Cartoon Monsoon finally. Because I don't go out a whole lot. But it's I, so fun. I love it. What, going out? Or that no, show just specifically. that one show. Okay. Yeah. Not not the act of oh, going no. out. Okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's so fun because it's you and this other fella, Joe Rumrill. Joe, and then this other fella, Steve DeSiena. Steve, and then another fella. Or is that Tim a, Platt? Tim. Was there another fella after that? Puppet. Puppet. Yes. But it's like. It's very funny. And you do it once a month usually, on a more or less? No, we haven't done one since that one you went to, but we're going to do a Christmas one in December, but we don't have a date yet. Okay. But I think it's going to be at Union Hall. That was It's a great venue. For people who like laughing as much as they like bocce ball, <laughs> this is the place for you. If you love... Rolling the botch and laughing it up, Union Hall might have, you might never want to leave. Mm-hmm. Mike, who's good here? And again, it is no dude Fember. No dudes. 
the number 201-332-3484. There are actually a couple open lines. <gasps> Best show, hi. Hi, this is Amber from Brooklyn. Amber from Brooklyn. What's up, Amber? Hey, um, well, it's been a while, but I um, wanted to give you my review of the Yes show that I saw in Connecticut. That's right. Amber, you went and saw the band Yes with your dad? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Prague family. Yeah. Right? Family that progs together stays together. The family. Where's my copy of Locks, Tongues, and Aspic? <laughs> Who? Where is it? Kids, get in here. <laughs> yeah, I just have to make sure Stanley gets on the yes train because I know that my husband is going to be fighting it tooth and nail. Yes, your awesome kid, Stanley, <laughs> who you sent me a picture. He went as a <laughs> unicorn for Halloween. Mm-hmm. He's very cute. Yeah, it was like I already had a unicorn horn, so I was like, okay, this is an easy costume I can make. <laughs> and how how did he do uh, out and about with the... Uh... Well, we didn't really do that, but there was a party in my building, in our building, like a little house party, and there was a bunch of kids there, so we went over there. That's good. That's enough, yeah. right? Yeah. Kids want to go yeah, to the I party. Mean, He's really not interested in other people very much, so... Well, I think I might have something in common <laughs> with your son. No, that's awesome. So, what about this show, though? That's what we want to hear about you and your father going to... Where'd you go to? Uncasville, Connecticut? Is that no, what? no. We actually went to um, uh, Wallingford, which is near Hartford, and it's um, it's called the Oakdale Theater, and it's such a weird theater. I actually saw the other version of Yes there a few years ago, and um, it's very it's it, when you walk in, it feels like you're in like a, a car convention because they always have like a bunch of cars that like the radio station is trying to I don't know some you know contest or something, and then there's like a bunch of other booths. For things, it's so strange. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, so it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, but um, they uh, did two sets with an intermission, and they did a lot of you know nine oh one two five because of Trevor Rabin, and um, and then they did they did for the last like finale before the encore they did. Um, Owner of a Lonely Heart with a 13 minute long version of it. 13 minutes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was, with, where, uh, where with, were they stretching it out? Well, so they did the song, and then at the end, they just sort of like jammed on like the riff. And like um, Trevor Raven and uh, Rick Wakeman, oh, Rick Wakeman put on a keytar. And he was okay. also wearing, like, this amazing purple sequin cape. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the best thing I've ever seen in my life. And um, the both of them went on opposite sides of the audience down into the middle of the crowd. And then they did, like, a, a guitar, guitar off <laughs> wow. in the middle of the audience. 
Oh my god. So a full on guitar keytar duel. Yes. Who yes. won? The um, audience. Rick, uh, it's hard to say. It's really hard to say. But the audience won, I just right? I feel like Amber? Yeah, the, the audience won, yeah. That's who really won. Um, Fans of but, uh, <laughs> multi-generational families dedicated to progressive rock won. Mm-hmm. And they also worked in a little sunshine of my love in there, which mm-hmm. I don't understand how or why that came together, but I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not sure why either that would be in there. Why would that be in there? That's not. Look. Yeah, it didn't really make much sense, but. Sure. <laughs> How is John Anderson's voice? Is it still good? It was great. It was great. I mean, I would like it to be a little louder, but I, you know, just in general, I feel that concert should be louder, but that just might be because my hearing is shot <laughs> from mm-hmm. going to so many loud concerts. I don't know. And I picture him, was he dressed? I picture him wearing, I'm sure vests are a big part of John Anderson's look, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, with you know what? I took pictures and now I can't remember, but I think he had like a white button da- button up shirt on, like nothing too fancy. But then Rick Wakeman puts a cape on. Yeah, a sequin, a purple sequin cape, and it has like a chevron pattern too. It was, it was like out of control. That's crazy. He. uh yeah, he's he's uh, he's super funny, Rick Wakeman. He's a, a weird dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was you know it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. It was definitely worth it to go to Connecticut and see that show with my dad, and then have to take the train the the eleven thirty train back to New York City. And were you did did uh, were the two of you just bonding over certain moments in the thing? Yeah, I mean, we just talk about, you know, which Yes albums we like, which ones, you know, we're hoping they're going to play, and then when they play them, we're like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, we okay. just talk about all the, you know, prog rock that we like. We'll start talking about Kansas, because Kansas is really where we bond. Like, I know, both, I you know. know. Kansas head. Do you know how many yeah. people have talked to me about you calling in and being like, yeah, that, that woman called in and... uh she really liked Kansas. <laughs> there was like, I heard, and then people would be like, hey, you know what caller was uh, pretty surprising? I'm like, which one? Like waiting for them to say, it's like, this woman called. And, and then she really was a super fan of the band Kansas. <laughs> to a to a degree that that people that members of Kansas might not know the things you know about Kansas. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a, it's a it's a very singular opinion to have <laughs> among, especially among my generation. But so, um, so what Kansas record do you play for your son to make sure the Kansas the love of Kansas continues? Well, I mean, Left Overture is the classic. It's okay. amazing from front to back. And that's, that's the, the album. album that got me into them. And that's the one that has dust in the wind on it? No, that has Wayward Son. Carry- mm. Wayward Son. Sorry, I didn't. The rest of us call it Carry On, my Wayward Son. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in the fold, so you just say, I'm surprised you even said son, that you just don't say Wayward at this point. That's <laughs> yeah, got Wayward on it. 
What album yeah. has Dust in the Wind on it? Point of No Return. Point of No Return. And that album's good, too. And what's the big dude with the beard in Kansas? What's his name? Um, I think that's Richard. I have to... The names all sort of... Sure. No, I of course. I forget the names sometimes. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah. When I'm really into it, I'm just like, you know, talking about them like they're my best friends. Yeah. But and then that one dude who always wore gym shorts. Yeah, well, that's Steve Walsh. Steve Walsh, yes. Yeah. It always looked like that's he was like, I love. like he was coming back from a run. Yeah. And then decided to play a show with Kansas. Yeah. Well, Amber, I'm glad you had a great time at the show. With your pops. Thank you. That's awesome. Those are the things you'll look back and you'll be, that was one of the best things we could have done. It was. I mean, you know, I, we, we continue to, we try to go see a, a band like that together, like at least every year, every a couple of years. So that's awesome. Thank you for calling, Amber, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care. Bye. Night. I'm here in studio. With my guest, the comedian, the multi-hyphenated, the talented, that was... See, see you're doing things <laughs> that that is not going to come over the radio. You started it's moving your for, nose like a bunny rabbit. <laughs> and I'm just like, how am I supposed to respond to that? Like, And it almost puts me in a position of being like... I have to either just pretend I didn't see it and just keep saying, like I'm in the middle of talking and then suddenly you're like, rant, rant with your nose. The phone number is, see now I can't. The phone number is, I didn't even introduce you. I'm here with my friend Mary Houlihan. She's a comedian and an artist. And she's the funniest, and she's here, and the phone number is 201-332-3484. So, Mary, have you ever done anything as an adult now with your parents? Are there things you do? Oh, yeah. We love doing things. Like, what do you do? Um, I go to movies with my dad. My dad really likes movies. Okay. Um, like what movies? He loves like classic movies, art house movies. Okay. Like if you name a year in a category, he'll tell you who won the Oscar. Really? Yeah. And like any movie you see with him, he'll tell you like, oh, it's interesting. The director actually. So <laughs> he's, he's just a font of, of facts. Yeah. But only for movies. Okay. Um, and he also loves smooth jazz. So I went to a smooth jazz concert with him okay. and my entire family recently. You all went to see a smooth jazz. Who yeah. was the? Who was it? Um, her name was Mindy Bear, and she played saxophone and she sang. Okay, mm -hmm. so she's up there, and it's like, <laughs> like that kind of like. And did she have a keyboard for like? You better believe it. Was it? Were you relaxed at the end of it? Were you falling asleep? Um. I think I was like, all right, yeah, you know, not mm -hmm. going nuts, but I was like, yeah. wow, she did a good job. She was more um, like blues and rocky than I was expecting. I thought it was going to be more your classic elevator kind of thing. 
So it was a little bit more like that song, Black Velvet. How's that go? How does it go? <laughs> Mike, you know that song, right? Oh, he's a bully. He's a bully. Yeah, hum a few bars. Okay, gives us snacks three, seven. Sorry, I'll do better. Do better with the snacks next time, Mike. Gotta wait for this dumb commercial to stop playing. Hey, hey, hey. I know, right? What am I supposed to get to get make that not happen? Red? Oh, maybe. Is that what I need? You know this song. Hold on. I need to stop the best show scene. Is this what it sounded like? Yeah, <laughs> big time. The whole night? Yeah. Yeah, this is so it. Yeah. And she would sing, and then she would pick up her sax and do a sax uh-huh. solo, <laughs> and then put down her sax and sing. And then, like, when anytime she wasn't soloing on her yeah. sax, she was singing or the guitarist was soloing. So everyone was just. It was wild. In it. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Right. Maybe I'm kind of thinking. I think I might have just found uh, Dad's Christmas present. Yeah. And Alana oh, tickets song. to go okay. see Alana Miles. Dad. Got that shoulder shake music, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that that one was a radio hit. Yes. Dad. I know how much you like smooth jazz <laughs> and movies. I got you for Christmas a gift that combines the two. We're both going to the premiere of the movie Smooth Jazz, the movie. Right? He would just die. If there was a movie called Smooth Jazz, the movie, mm-hmm. that would be for your dad. Yeah. And if it won an Oscar... Could you imagine? He'd be like, well, Smooth Jazz, the movie, won the Oscar for Best <laughs> Well, it's Picture. interesting. What people don't know, <laughs> what people forget about Smooth Jazz, the movie, is... <laughs> That's so funny. Because you do that that impression of your dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this is... That's, but you're doing a different impression now. Well, I think my impression that I do on stage is really more... My Uncle Jack. Okay. My dad is more, like, introspective and telling you about um, film. So Uncle Jack will be more worked up about... He's just a maniac. Aaron Judge. He does not stop talking ever. Um, Yeah, it's all about sports. Um, But he also... He's, like, weirdly into um, underdog sports. Like women's what? basketball okay. and NASCAR. Okay. Yeah. So he's big on whatever everybody's Just not talking about. Everything that exists, he um, has to be an expert on. But you know why that also might be? Because then if he starts talking about NASCAR up here, uh-huh. he's the only one that can talk about it. Right. Everybody <laughs> else is like, I don't have anything okay. to say about NASCAR. You know everything about it compared to me. So you have the floor. Yeah. Until the topic changes. And he'll be talking to like, 
like, you know, me, Mm -hmm. a young person, and he'll keep naming, like, people that he knew from growing up, Mm -hmm. but without, like, I knew this one guy, and he was, like, he talks about them as if you know who these people are, and you don't. Yeah, no, this is entirely within his frame of reference, and not at all within yours. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Family. Family. No, but he's he's very nice. These are he's wonderful super, quirks. These are nice things. Mm-hmm. So you, he's more fun to do an impression of. Could you rather think of being, yeah, my uncle. <laughs> I could do a thing of my uncle. Yeah, you know what's fun you know what's funny and unique about my uncle? He screams at everyone <laughs> and then punches people. Yeah, that would be so funny. Yeah. It's like that's not <laughs> you're okay with this that he is enthusiastic about women's basketball. Mm-hmm. You'll get by. Yeah. Look. And this is a this is a classic New Jersey family, right? Everyone's in New Jersey? Um, no. My Uncle Jack is in Westchester County. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, look, that's New Jersey, technically. It's true. Right? <laughs> Same thing. Don't you feel like with Long Island, it's like... Long yeah, Island is also New Jersey. That's kind of like New Jersey. Yeah. Like, it's worse, though, right? Like it's unfocused. Well, they're it's, trapped. Yeah, seems like they 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 don't have as much of an identity as people in New Jersey have out sure. on Long Island. Well, I think they do have an identity, but they don't like it because it's embarrassing. Like it's just Billy Joel and boats. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's all like walking on the beach, looking to find like uh, uh, shells. <laughs> Boring. Best show, hi. Hi, this is Rosie. <gasps> Rosie! Mary! This is one of my best friends on the planet. Hold on a second. I'll be the judge of this. <laughs> Quiz us. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> Rosie? Uh-oh. You're, this is Rosie. First of all, Rosie, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you tonight? I'm I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Now you're friends with Mary, or as Mary I am says, friends with Mary. As Mary yeah. says, one of her best friends on the whole planet. I know. I that's a lot. I didn't know the, about all that. The heat is on. You better <laughs> deliver on this, Rosie. <laughs> Do you know Rosie's actually an incredible artist? Stop it. Get out of here. It's true. Rosie Morales. Look her up. <laughs> Rosie. What? When did you meet uh, uh, Mary Houlihan? I met Mary Houlihan in 2007? Yes. In college in San Francisco. So 2011. 2007. 2007. 2007. I couldn't hear your phone got a little uh, muffled there. So, I mean, look, not exactly right. the, uh, that's right, look, I would expect it, I would, like, I would have thought a friend of Mary's would have made sure the landline was tight before calling in to talk to her on a, wow. on a, on a international radio show. <laughs> well, I happen to know as a good friend of Mary that she hates landlines, so I only called on a cell phone. I don't want to yeah. have her get angry. That she hates what? I Landlines. Un- you I hate, hate you hate landlines. Yeah, I would never call on a landline. 
Thank now, you. Rosie. Thank you, Rosie. Oh. <laughs> well, here's a quiz then. Mary is... What what do you think she's drinking right now, if you had to guess? <laughs> she's drinking a beer right well, now. She, well, she said that, but what brand? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just, you know, oh, well, use your use your Mary knowledge. I've never seen Mary drink a beer. So oh, that can't possibly be true. Wow, what a <laughs> I guess I saw you drink a beer last time I saw you. What a close yeah. friend. <laughs> Do you, I don't know what kind of was. Well, I'll give you multiple choice then. Okay. Is Mary drinking A, Sam Adams, B, Coors Light, C, Paps Blue Ribbon? Um, I, I think it's a Paps. Ooh, oh, I'm so Is sorry. Is it a Coors? It's Coors. It's not Rosie, a Sam. it's Coors. You're... That was really what I felt, and I. Your I best friend on the whole planet. <laughs> oh man, friendship over, huh? Yeah. Well, it was nice being friends with you. Yeah. Well, you know what the good thing is, though, Rosie? It gives you a little, you you got to work a little harder now. Yeah. To be Mary's I'm friend. Gonna, I'll never miss another thing that you do, Mary. Oh gosh. So are you in? Never. Are you in Brooklyn also, Mary? Uh, Rosie. No, I'm in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, that's a great city, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. On a scale of one to ten, how angry is the average Philadelphian by your estimation? Uh, like an eight, eight and a half. Okay, that seems about right. Yeah. Eight, eight and a half, right? And what yeah. are they usually mad about there? Um, The Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> Usually mad because the Eagles got a well, what? They're mad the Eagles are nine and zero. Yeah. You know it's going to be so funny. The Eagles have never won a Super Bowl. It's going to be so funny when the Eagles lose in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> oh my god, it's going to be the funniest thing because this is the, everyone's going to be mad in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, but they're mad already, so there's nothing different. Yeah, that's true. This is the this is the typical Eagles fan. Season starts. Eagles win the first game. We're going to the Super Bowl this year. This is the year. And, <laughs> and now the Eagles are still like winning. They don't know what to do. They're used to being out of it by this point. It's true. I was at the bar last night and they were like on Sports Center. They were talking about Super Bowl and Eagles and people got upset. They got mad because they were talking about it. They were like, don't jinx it. So they are mad no matter what. That's true. Now what about. I'll be mad if they win. What about Mary? She's a diehard New York Giants fan. Oh you know God. that, right? <laughs> What does this mean for your friendship? Because Mary's in studio. She's wearing an Eli Manning jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm head to toe in Eli Manning jerseys. <laughs> yeah, that just, I know. <laughs> she's got pads on. Shoulder. She's got the pads on. I'm wearing an Eli Manning jersey as a hat. <laughs> so how does that impact your friendship? I feel like it makes our friendship stronger because we like persevere against all odds, you know? Well, that's, mm-hmm. look, that was probably the best answer you could give. Thank you. There's a, we have a Philadelphia delicacy here in the refrigerator. Is it a pretzel? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a jello shot. <laughs> Do you know Jell-O Man, Rosie? Do you know who that is? I don't, know. 
Well, first of all, I want to thank you for being a fan of the show. Thank you for <laughs> listening. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'm just teasing. I'm teasing. But there's this guy in Philadelphia. He's a nice young man. He drives a van around and sells jello shots at at festivals across the country and he uh he gave some jello shots uh to the to the uh studio to the studio crew last night and I have them in the refrigerator. Do you want a jello shot? No. No, no you'll throw I'm up. Get right? nuts. Yeah. <laughs> what? Gonna... No, Mary, get, take a jello shot. Get nuts. No, I'm don't. already drinking beer. I'm going to Come on. It's life. great when you get nuts. I'm like 5 pounds. <laughs> yeah, see that's the thing. Mike, did you have a jello shot tonight? What? You did. Dudio? He left. Great. The dedication. The love of the show. <laughs> oh, where's the yeah, producer? Oh, he's not here. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Rosie, I just got pizza. You got pizza? Yeah, Patrick. No, no, I'm doing the show. You don't want a jello shot with your pizza? (laughs) Yeah, you sure you don't want a jello shot with the pizza? No, I'm going to get nuts. (laughs) All right. Rosie? Yes. Where can people see your fantastic art? Oh, I don't know. Ask Mary. She'll tell you. On your Instagram. It's a radio show. You got (laughs) to say it out loud. We're not saying it out. Her handle is... Rosie, 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 but it's spelled like Tony, 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 Rosie. Can you spell how to spell your handle? Um, I think it's like, I think it's R-O-S-I, R-O-S-E-Y, R-O-S-E. Love it. (laughs) Thank you. It has a picture of a camel farting. Yeah. There you go. So if people can't remember how to spell it, they can... Remember Google the that, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Google it. Thank you, Rosie. Bye. Okay, bye. Rosie. Rosie. I'm not that impressed, I gotta say. Really? Yeah. She said she was nervous. Well, sounds like it. Shut up. <laughs> I just gotta say, I'm not sure this group you're rolling with now. Yeah. Rosie. Your bad influences. Yeah. Got Rosie. Mm. The puppet team crew you're talking about from Puppet Puppet Town. From Puppet Town. <laughs> yeah. Not crazy. It goes like six guys with these puppets, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like ten or twelve guys. Yeah. What happened to the old Mary? She's dead. <laughs> she can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> That's horrible. She's dead. You know what is dead right now? The phones. Ooh. What's going on with that? I do, do, do no, no dude Vember to get the phones lit. I don't want to have to bail on no dude Vember because we didn't get calls. I'll do it. I'll cancel it. No. I'll have to cancel it. We'll be wall to wall with. He'll be again. Get Avalanche Bob back up in here. You going to that movie on Friday, Mike? You don't think so. Pat? Yeah, Mountain Goats are playing in Jersey City on Friday night. I might miss uh, Avalanche Bob's movie. Sorry, bro. Should have sent me a free album. How did they not send me a free album? The download. Not even like I'm looking for free vinyl. 
free uh, download code. Just ask. I did. I asked really? six times. Oh. Mm. Also, what am I going to chase it? Oh, please, can I get the dent? He's play? probably mad at you. <laughs> He's mad at me. Yeah. Look, I can only do so much, Mary. Ow. <laughs> my hand. Aww. Promote this guy's music. Can't even send me a free download. Whatever. I know where I know where I stand. Last week I went to Atlanta mm-hmm. for a, a, a quick work thing, and uh, I was listening to the radio there. Some station. It was uh, one hundred point five. I think it was. It was. The rock station. Mm. So, yeah, I know how you love rocks. So that's love why. Rock. I'm, that's why I'm telling this story because I'm just like, Mary loves rock so much. She's gonna love this She's story. Gonna, as it was happening, I was like, Oh, this is such a Mary story. <laughs> Wait mm-hmm. till she hears about this rock station. Let me pull this up here. So I'm listening. This station, 100.5. And the first DJ, and they're, first of all, they're playing all this music. And I, I'll say one thing about uh, Atlanta rock radio. You guys sure like uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> and you sure like the Foo Fighters. I heard all Because the Foo Fighters are doing a concert like seven months from now and they're just like hey we got tickets for the Foo Fighters show in April coming up April wow it's like get ready yeah. it's like it was just Halloween it's like giving these tickets away it's Foo Fighters Friday we got the tickets <laughs> to give but Foo I'm, Fighters Friday it comes earlier and earlier every does. year you go to the drugstore and then there's a whole <laughs> aisle of just Foo Fighters stuff mm-hmm and you're just like, it it's gets not, loud DVDs. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. <gasps> and you guys have the whole aisle of Foo Fighters related merch. Dave Grohl and the other one. Taylor <laughs> Hawkins and Nate Mendel mm. and Pat Smear mm. and the other two guys <laughs> who I don't know. So. For, and I'll say this for people up here, everybody, you got to realize up here, everybody, if you think things are things that run differently around the country. The first radio show I hear. These, these two guys are doing their thing and they're just like. All right, let's do our classic segment. And they both said this in in, in sync. They're like. Let's do another damn bitches are crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> These guys did Ooh. it together and they were just like they said it together. I love that. Do you want to do it together? <laughs> sure. They were like, "All right, let's do uh check right now. It's time to do another damn, damn bitches, bitches are crazy." crazy. <laughs> and then they told some story about a woman who Was she crazy? No, the thing that happened was she was in Los Angeles and she went to a Sephora and put on like the demonstration lipstick mm-hmm. and then said she got herpes from it. And then these guys took it as an opportunity to be like, you're in Los Angeles. 
putting the lipstick on. What do you think you're going to get? As if it's just like a disease-ridden city. Yeah, bitches is crazy. Everyone knows that every single person in Los Angeles has oral herpes. That was, yeah, that Hello. Sephora, uh, well, relatively high-end makeup. Sephora's store, great. right? Mm-hmm. Do you like Sephora? Yeah, I just went over the weekend. You did? Did you have a coupon? No. No. I just wanted to spoil myself. And what did you get? I got a new concealer. I got um, a contouring kit. Okay. I got a new eyebrow pencil. Uh huh. And new brushes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. I wish I had something I could say about that. Mm. But I can say this. So they talked about that. <laughs> and then they were playing radio commercials. They were playing commercials for the morning show. Bailey and Southside in the morning. And they were like, yeah, we got this politician. Like they, their whole thing is that they try to get these local politicians to like reference them in like speeches and stuff with like a, like a buzzword. Like a, they'll tell them like, Hey, in your next speech, say the word rattlesnake. What? And then, like, they're like, he didn't say rattlesnake in his speech. Yeah, we're going to have to take him to task. What the hell? Yeah. So they just go up to the person and say, it's us from the radio. Can well, I think, the, I think the person's probably calling in and trying to use their oh, show. I see. They're probably using their show to campaign or whatever. Sure. And they're like if you want our endorsement, you, you got to say you, rattlesnake. <laughs> say rattlesnake. It's going to be next. so funny if you say rattlesnake. <laughs> and then they're then you picture them listening to the speech. Like, uh-huh. He's a rattlesnake. Oh, I'm <laughs> going to wait till tomorrow when we get on the show. Oh, he's going to get it. Yeah. Oh, we're going to take him to task. He says a word that kind of sounds like rattlesnake, and they get all excited. <laughs> yeah, they're like, and then they just realize the speech. There's only so much time left that they're just like, yeah, he's not saying rattlesnake. Aww. Like, they just know it's not going to happen. Wow. So, but then the next radio show, the guy was like, he did his fun segment called OFO, and that was O. Bleep off. Nice. Right? I can get behind that. And his thing was like, all right, let's do, oh, and it was like, boop, off. I and, like it because it's the exact same sentiment of <laughs> them bitches. Oh, crazy. yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's the whole. It's the just station. like, get a load of this person. Yeah. Ugh. And then he told a story about a woman <laughs> who was riding around. Who like rode down the street with like a kiddie pool strapped to her roof that she put her kid in as they drove like down the road and then they got she got arrested. Wait, her kid was on her roof? Yeah. Hold oh, like, bleep off. <laughs> but that's what it was. He's like, so this woman puts a kid in the kiddie pool on the roof. You know what that, you know what I say to her? Oh, bleep off. Oh my God. <laughs> and then the next segment was this guy, his name was Cage or something. And he's like, all right, it's time to turn the phones over to you for the cage rage. Wow. And he's like, what are you guys mad about? Call up with the cage rage. Best one gets a pair of tickets to see the Foo Fighters. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, the station is 
clearly in the pocket of the Foo Fighters. They're mm-hmm. promoting them every five minutes. And they kept playing that song, Best of You. The best. Where he's like, I got another <laughs> convention. Like, and like you hear the early songs by them, and his singing wasn't like that. Right. Early on. Like, he didn't he sing. He pretty voice. Yeah, but he like didn't Like that sing. Everlong, the yeah. acoustic version? Who, yes. baby? That's the one where he's like, that's the one where he's like, <laughs> he's just breathing. I waited there. It's like, if anything could ever be this real forever, if anything could ever, right? It's like the yeah. breathy version. But if you even like the rock <laughs> versions of the things, his voice mm-hmm. wasn't like that. And then at some point, his voice was just like, I gotta know that. Like, it's just the yeah. loudest. <laughs> Here, listen to this, Mary. You'll get this. You get it. Mike loves Foo Fighters. Right, Mike? Who's your favorite Foo Fighter? Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Good. Correct. <laughs> you like the other band he was in? What band? Mike's a Nirvana fan? Mike likes Nirvana. I never knew this. This seems like a big personality detail. No, Mike likes all sorts. Mike's got very unique tastes. Grateful Dead and Nirvana. Yes. The theme's playing still. (laughs) My damn theme. Right? Yeah. Pretty voice. Sounds nice and yeah. poppy and melodic. Mm-hmm. And that's a video where there are punks and the one guy's dressed as a it's lady. A werewolf kind yeah. of stuff. And then suddenly the, his voice sounds like this all the time. <laughs> loud. He just screams all the time now. Mm. So that's all I heard on that station. And then the cage rage. <laughs> just people screaming. These angry Atlanta people. Mm-hmm. You're so mad at. You got all sorts of stuff down there, right? Yeah, that's a bummer. Peaches, <laughs> right? They got mm-hmm. peaches. What else do they have down there? Real Housewives. Real Housewives. It's a fun show. What more can they ask for, right? Z- Zaxby's. What's f- that? The food chain. I don't know what Zaxby's Zag- is. It's a. Oh, you know what I ate at that? I, again, I did another thing. I I just did this thing where it's like it's it's my undoing kind of. Hmm. A few years ago, you you might not remember this, where they were running these commercials for CC's Pizza. And but there wasn't a CC's Pizza up here. They were like all in like They're Florida, in California. They were like yeah. yeah, they were not here though. Right. So they'd run these commercials and it'd just be like, oh, CC's Pizza, huh? Mm-hmm. But I could tell it was terrible from the. You could see it's sure, disgusting. Right. It's like looks like cafeteria pizza or hospital hospital cafeteria pizza. I go down to North Carolina to Wilmington, North Carolina. I see a CeCe's Pizza. I'm like, I guess where I'm eating. Yeah. CeCe's Pizza. I go in. Lo and behold, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. 
Five years later, driving down the highway in New Jersey, grand opening, CeCe's Pizza. <gasps> oh, my goodness. So what do I do? I go in. Of course. It's, gr- it's worse somehow. <laughs> somehow they didn't have the wisdom that the the people down in Wilmington had with the how to make the pizza bad. Mm-hmm. They weren't up to their terrible standards yet. So I'm driving along, and I see Golden Corral buffet chain, right? Which I never ate at. This is the one that, like, what's-his-face does a thing for? Jeff uh, Foxworthy. Oh, wow. And I'm like, first of all, I don't eat red meat and stuff. I eat fish. So they got this thing. It's like, at first, it's aimed at people who just eat meat, the whole buffet. But I see one. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to have lunch at Golden Corral. I pull in. It's disgusting. <laughs> it was so bad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, pu- pu- pull in. But it's like, why, why Why? is it that it's on TV and suddenly I'm like, well, I guess I got to go in that place. Right. The TV told me I to go in there. I got to see that. what the TV's talking about. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm like an adult who's... Has like a modicum of of awareness of things, mm-hmm. but still the TV can get me. Yeah, right. Have you ever been to Little Caesars? Yeah, the TV told me to go there. <laughs> it was terrible. That's one that I would see on TV all the time as a kid, but I think to this day have never seen one. There's like Little Caesars around. It's terrible. Pizza, pizza. It was so gross. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> the reason he looks so weird is because he's just eating that pizza. Yeah. It's like there's no nutrition in it. <laughs> it's the reason he's got no neck. Mm-hmm. Mike, who's good here? One. Best show, Hi. Yeah, damn bitches is crazy. <laughs> that's that's what they say down in Atlanta. <laughs> and they back it up with a little back it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know who this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Wow, wow, wow. This is my mm-hmm. friend, Bibi. Hi, Papa. How are you in, in Las Vegas? How are things in Las Vegas? Yeah, they're uh, okay. They're a little cranky. Oh. I won't lie to you. It's like a weird time. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. But then again, it, uh, it just get, uh, it, that was, that was, uh, the atrocity of the week a couple of weeks ago. Now mm-hmm. we got another, so. Uh, uh, but I digress. Well, in New Jersey, it's a new day, BB, because in April, the line is going to be down the street of people going to AP Mike's dispensary. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to call it, Mike? What's that? Bayonne Blast. Wow. Now that... Nice. Now that, that sounds like a sonic... Drink. I'll get a Bayonne. I'll get a, uh. Yeah, I'm gonna get the, uh. The, I'll get a large tots. Uh. Extra large Bayonne blast. 
And uh, I'll get that uh, buttermilk chicken uh, dipping sandwich. <laughs> dipping sandwich. Get me extra ketchup. I'll get and, a dipping sandwich and a yeah. ton of weed. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Just picture Mike, the new weed, the weed king, right? Mm-hmm. The House of what? House of Dumbness. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's really. I like that. AP Mike's House of Dumbness. <laughs> AP Mike's House of Dumbness. Yeah, what's your problem? You got glaucoma. Yeah, here, try this. It'll help. Yeah. Edibles, Mike, with edibles, right? I think I've come to find out that if you've had your gallbladder out, edibles don't do diddly for you. If you've had your gallbladder out, edibles don't work. They do not work. At least that's my, they were fine. I was good until, that's about the the borderline was when I had the gallbladder out. Now I eat them, you get a little silly, and then that's it. Nothing, nothing else. Mm -hmm. Well... I'm going to say this sounds like a challenge for the staff of AP Mike's House of Dumbness, BB. <laughs> They're going to work up some edible for you. They're going to do the... Uh They're going to work up uh, 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 edible uh, locochas. Right? Loco... Uh... What's the candy? Loco... Locochas? What the hell are those? This is candy BB sent me. Do you want to try eat your oh, pizza Oh, that's first. stuff, the watermelon. Yeah. With the with the plug of um chili pepper in the yeah. middle. Eat your eat your pizza first, Mary, then you can yes, have sir. Then, <laughs> then you can have some Lacoche's yes, watermelon sir. candy. I'm losing. How's it going, BB? How are you? You know, I'm exceptionally well. I'd like to, I'd like to say or at least report. Good. I'm good. I'm good. I just, uh, it's been a while since we talked. I actually had some questions that had accumulated, or at least some observations, in the, the last uh, few months. The floor is all yours, baby. Okay. Thank you. I saw. Um, what did we see? I think it was the Chris Gethard show. And he had Adam in his package on. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And he, oh, God. When he only saw it, it was like 15 seconds of Adam. That was it. Nothing. But the rest is online. Oh, it, well, yeah, we were watching it. I think we watched it live. Then you just take it over to your computer and the whole the whole show is, uh, there'll be the whole, uh, like, three songs up there. Is it all there? Yeah. The it is whole, all there. The, the okay, whole, cool. The whole rock thing is up there. Excellent, excellent. Second question. Sandy from Effed Up. Yes. Was she also in The Spoons? The Spoons? Yeah, it's going back a ways. I don't think so. Let me look. This would be the mid to late 80s. No, that would not be her. She's, she's, uh, that would be before her time. That would be a heck of a coinky dink, though. Yes. And uh, Mary. Yeah. Mia. 
Pizza mouth. What's up, Is it, you've been uh, you've been keeping up on your Riverdale watching? Um, I have, um, and I met the woman that plays Hermione Lodge recently, and she was super inspiring. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you want to hear about her? Yeah, I, I, I remember her from Twenty Four. She's terrific. No, well, let's give some context here. Okay. What's the show, Riverdale? Riverdale is the sexy like dirty Archie. drama using Archie characters. Yeah, which I call Dirty Archie. It's oh, it's sex and murder but right? with Jughead. Yeah, exactly. If you've ever wanted to see Moose strangle someone, if you've ever read an Archie comic and wondered when Principal Weatherby would be uh, framed for murder... <laughs> The CW's got you covered. Finally, finally, your prayers have been answered. Archie is under arrest. If you ever want to see Archie get get his get, teeth kicked in, yeah, get his teeth kicked in <laughs> in the city jail by a couple of Southsiders. Ooh, yeah. Southside, Southside serpents. Serpent. So, is it a good? Do you like? You both like Riverdale? I really like it. It reminds me of the OC. Like it's. Soapy, mm. but I think it's good for the kind of show it is. It's so I beat. think with the casting, soapy? it's sort of a soap of Twin like. Peaks. So it's like Twin Peaks for you, BB? It's a suburb of Twin Peaks, I'd say, with the casting and the, um, I don't know, the, uh, the need for, um, a lot of dirt in a really small town. Now, who's in this? Does it fold into the other characters that enter the world? Is is Sabrina the teenage witch in this? Not and yet. Richie Rich Not yet. is Richie Rich in there yet? No, I feel like no. they're gonna put in a Sabrina. They have to. They're dumb if they don't. You knew they should get a Sabrina from a giant dog. <gasps> oh, that would be scary. So they get. So they got. It's all the Archie kids, right? You got Archie and then Jughead. Betty, Veronica. Betty, Veronica. Reggie. Is Reggie, Reggie. there? Reggie's there. Reggie Moose. ducks in and out. He what usually about just kicks a locker and yeah. huffs off. How about Moose? Is he there? Yeah. Yeah, Moose is... Moose is bi. <laughs> Look, What's he, up with that? Funny. Look. This is not your uh, daddy's Archie comics, uh, <laughs> baby. Times are changing, baby. You gotta step up. You gotta step it up. I gotta step up my who, dirty Archie game. Who else is in the dirty Archie thing? Um, Principal Weatherby is he in there? He no. is. Is he? Yeah, he's he's bald and black. That's the other thing. Authority okay. figures. The mayor is Robin Givens. Uh, she's all, also the mother of Josie of Josie and the Pussycats. Okay. And so uh, the authority figures and the rock band. Are they in space yet? Are they in space? Not yet. Is that <laughs> other woman the one from 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 Sabrina? No, not from 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 Josie and the Pussycats with the stripe down her hair. The skunk stripe, the the oh, you yeah, know. yeah, I forget her name. What's her name? Alexandra. Yes, is she in? Yeah, Alexandra and her brother, not not anywhere around. Now, what does it on this thing, the dirty Archie? Since it's like <laughs> updated, is instead of hamburgers, what does Jughead eat? Uh, Adderall. 
No, he, no, he eats burgers. He burger. Yeah, they He's go to burgers. the diner. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He snacks okay. the diners down yeah. there at Pop's Chocolate Tapas. Shop. Tapas, yeah. <laughs> the, is that what he has now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Avocado toast with yeah. crumbled Adderall. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> it's pretty. Uh, did, uh, Mary Saul Nichols, where did you meet her? Okay, so um, I wrote, um, it's more uh, of a super fan freak out article than a review, um, but I wrote this review of Riverdale for Paste Magazine. So then Mary oh. Saul Nichols, her PR people reached out to me and they were like, do you want to interview her? And I was like, yeah, more than anything. Yeah, sure, you were like, why not? were like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, duh. So I met her, but then Paste has a, a hiring freeze on freelance people right now. So I have to, oh. I have to pitch it somewhere else. But, oh, my God, I was glowing after I met this woman. She was so incredible. It was actually the same day as the big uh, smooth jazz concert. So it was really, oh. I was riding high. Um, so Marisol Nichols is an actress. Her first big role was in Vegas Vacation. And she's on Riverdale, and she was on 24. But the thing that's so cool about her was, um, so when she first started getting like sick Wait. oh no the the smoke alarm you gotta batteries. change the battery okay so she mike get a nine volt battery okay so mary I'm sorry saw to nichols. interrupt this interview where mary saw nichols so what's her name mary saw nichols mary soul mary soul yeah i'm sorry i thought you said saw mary saw okay um so she started getting invited to like you know these fundraiser galas oh, when she started happen. getting cool acting jobs and get up there oh my good mike is changing the batteries of the smoke alarm and standing on a chair he's gonna fall he's gonna <laughs> fall there's no way he doesn't fall <laughs> tell him to he's take falling. the used one and it's touch crazy. it to his tongue see if it's really dead he also pulled a chair out as if to stand on it, but then yeah. didn't. And he thought twice <laughs> about it. Yeah, he just dismantled it. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Carefully your feelings. All right. Wow. So Marisol Nichols, she started getting Marisol. Invited. Yes. Okay. M-A-R-I-S-O-L. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Correct. She started getting invited to these fundraiser galas to raise awareness and raise money. And she's going to these things and she was like, I don't feel good at these things because these are causes everyone already knows about. And we're just actors wearing dresses. So she found a cause that she was very interested in, um, which is child trafficking. And she oh, yeah. started her own foundation to. Against it, though. Yes. She okay. started a foundation to. All right, I'm just making track. sure that she's not. Yeah. She's not you pro. can't be too yeah. careful, Mr. Page. You don't know. So she. You don't know. She works with law enforcement to trap, um, you know, people that buy and sell kids, and she worked undercover with police, and like she would be on the phone, like they would put up a fake page for like 
you know, a mom who's a drug addict and she's selling her kid. So they would get oh, these man. guys that would email and give their phone numbers. Then they would mm-hmm. call up each guy. Mary Saul Nichols would play the mom and she would play the kid on the phone and get these guys to say all this stuff. Oh, and they'd record wow. the calls and it was all used as evidence to put these guys in prison. And oh, and she's That's on awesome. Riverdale and you wouldn't know that she's just the no. most incredible person. I, I that, am obsessed with her. <laughs> she's pretty dang cool, man. She's so That's, cool. Congratulations on the interview. Oh, she's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now Jason is trying to fix the nah, smoke alarm. Duty has fixing smoke alarm. Did I miss anything on the list? Nope. I think I, I think I got to the bottom of my list. So let's start a new list, baby. What, uh, what, what, Ooh, what, I got what? one. I got one. Okay. What do you have, Mary? Okay. Okay. So, baby, um, I'm going to throw you a rosebud thorn. Rose means that you have to say something that's, um, you're happy about in your life currently. Bud means something that you're looking forward to, and thorn means something that's not great right now. Ooh. Rose bud thorn. <laughs> one is the what the roses and something what? good in your life currently, something good coming up you're looking forward to, and something that's bothering you. Okay. Oh, the bothering thing I could get. I could do the thorn one right now. <laughs> yeah. Smoke alarm. Smoke alarm. Chirping. I'll tell you. Oh, it's oh, good. It's good in my life. Now. He's uh. He's holding the phone for me right now because the headset died. Anyone else out there want to try to do the thing? Look at this. Yeah, bring oh, wow. the pizza guy in. Mary, you want to get up on the stool? Yeah. Look at this. There, you there go. we go. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it so much. Seriously, look, I know that's no one's fault. Oh! Look. I love these. I love I love these guys. I love them. Really start that, uh, is it going to be any Let me start that ring on Facebook then there, Mary. Thank you. Rosebud yeah. Thorn. Rosebud. So, so what's the thing you are happy with now, uh, BB? Right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd say everything, but I'm real happy with me boyfriend. Mm, oh, that's nice. That's wonderful. He's yeah, a cool he's guy. He's a wonderful man. And what's something you're looking forward to? I told you I'm going to see Alphaville. That's right. I needed to write you back. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. No, it's not okay. It was rude. <laughs> now, what's I something you're, you're upset about? Oh, upset. I'd say, um, I don't know, something. No, just the feeling I don't want to go out anymore. I don't feel safe out there anymore. Mm. You just Does really... that, would that, like, genuinely... Yeah. Yeah. Don't feel like leaving the house. Okay. That's a bummer. It's, uh, you know. I hope you go out soon. Yes. Oh, I, well, I did. I went out yesterday, but that's it. It's just uh, mostly just the important stuff. Doctor's appointments. Yeah. Well, yeah. you at least something. you got to get out sometime, and maybe you're not going out as much as you would like to or feel you should but you're still getting out in some capacity absolutely and maybe it gives you something to build off of mm-hmm. yeah right absolutely yeah 
No problem and, here. And if you like seeing shows, there's a show here that you should come uh, see, BB. I'm actually producing it. It's called uh, it's called uh, Three Guys in a Smoke Alarm, where <laughs> you get to watch the three three uh, three guys uh, stare at a smoke alarm and wonder how to get it to stop chirping. They doing their it's, own stunts? Oh, they're doing their own stunts. It's a six-hour show. <laughs> I know. Oh I can hear it. Take it out back and shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, Tom, I did have something. What's that, baby? I tell you, this is the smoke alarm. We were going through the archives. If I was to reboot, if I was going to reboot the Three Stooges, it would be these three guys. <laughs> hey, you idiot! <laughs> be, I, yeah, I wouldn't go get. See, this is where those guys made the mistake. The the Farrelly brothers. They went and they tried to make everybody like the thing. I got the Three Stooges right here. Pat, <laughs> Mike, and Dudio. Hey, you idiot. We got to get that smoke alarm to stop chirping. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, stupid. We got to get it to go. Okay, well, let's go bonk. And it's sound effects. And they're not stooges. If I don't they got the A-frame ladder. Oh, if I don't say they're not stooges, I'll never hear the end of it. You guys aren't stooges. You're playing stooges. You're the three best guys I ever met in my life. So what's the thing, baby? You were listening to the archives. <laughs> there was a kid named Caleb from Brooklyn. I don't know if you remember. It was well the middle of 2010. And he said, I've got a guitar solo I want to play for you. And the kid just shredded. I don't remember that. Oh, it's wonderful. But the only thing I think if you could get a hold of that, isolate that, and then put Liam, Liam's vocal over oh, it. Oh, wow. Well, that's a good idea. All these ideas. These yes, are great sir. ideas. I love it. Yeah, I thought I'd pass that on to you. Because you haven't done a you-know-what in a while. I'm, I was going to figure one out, and I'm probably going to figure it out for next week. Sound collage. Oh, yeah, that would be so nice. Yeah. I got some new sounds ready to go. Right? I got a few cute ready to go. All right. Drop them on everybody. You got a few in the chamber. That's right. BB. Yeah, bae. You're the best. So are you, fella. No, I'm just a mirror. You have a great night. Bye, BB. See you soon, huh? I'm so happy you called and I got to hear you. Oh, same here, Mary. I'll catch you out there, babe. Bye. Bye. She's great. She's really cool. Anytime I go to Las Vegas, I go and I say hi to BB and her uh, gentleman caller. He's very nice. Beshow, hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Colette from Athens. I missed the, I'm sorry. From Athens, it's... Colette. Colette. Oh, hey, Colette. How are you? I couldn't hear you. Your phone hey, got a little muffled. That's okay. There. I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm good. What's going on tonight? You're oh, here. just hanging out. Um, Me and Mary Houlihan are here. Hi, Colette. Oh, Mary Houlihan. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Come on, dish. <laughs> <laughs> Which Star Trek are um, you watching, Colette? What are you watching? Are you watching Discovery? I actually am watching Discovery. I think the first time that I called this show was like a year ago, and I was watching the original series, and now I'm on Voyager, so I'm doing pretty good on Star Trek. 
So you're watching. So wait, you're watching the new one now, Discovery or Voyager? Uh both. Both. I watched the pilot on Discovery, and I liked it. I liked it, and then I was like, "How do I watch more of this?" And then it's like, "I'm not signing up for this dumb thing." Have to. <laughs> it's like what I'm going to pay to watch this and Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I think the trick is that you have to con one of your millennial friends into signing up for it, which is what I did. Look, I know a lot of these dumb millennials. And one's dumber than the next. What do I got to do? Mary's shaking her head. She doesn't realize she's one of them. She's one of my dumb Just kidding. Right? Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, no, so Mary's you not. want me to get you Star yeah, just Trek? Sign, yeah, just sign up for this thing. What is it? So what CBS, do I have to do? CBS All Access. CBS All Access. Because, look, I'll sign up for you it. You must but it, have it, right? It, it was like, like said if it you was, put in your cable. But I don't know. It wasn't like that. Oh. It said it was like $10 a month or something. Oh, that's nuts. It's $10 a month if you don't want commercials, which you don't, because who advertises on CBS? Yeah. What, who, who advertises on that? With that weird pillow I have, guy? I have no idea. Yeah. You ever see that pillow guy? No, what's that? World's best pillow? That guy designed the world's best pillow? <laughs> yeah, that dude who's like in uh in like an old timey stocking and nightcap type thing. I think there might be two world's best pillows oh out goodness. there, Colette. I think There's some competition in the world. It's this one guy who's always like he's like Hi, I'm uh so and so and I made the world's best pillow and it fits your head and it's very comfortable <laughs> and it's like what? My pillow fits my head. <laughs> That's exactly. Like, yeah, like, like, like pillow doesn't fit someone's head. I think I, I'm just like, yeah, I've been doing all right with all pillows. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's like a lousy pillow that you're just like at like a relative's house, and you're just like, this pillow sucks, and you're like, oh, it's probably not mm-hmm. meant for your head to be laid on. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's for decoration, right? A sham or whatever. Square, Wait, a sham square blankets. Mm. Yeah, a square weird square pillow. <laughs> Get a rectangle pillow. I'm doing mm-hmm. just fine. Oh, this one's a little mushy. Yeah. I'll throw one on top of that. How many pillows do you like, Colette? Are you a fan of pillows? I love pillows. If I could have pillows, I would sleep with 14 pillows. I would actually be in a pillow fort. Um, built up around I me. Pillow, I, like, I'm a, I, I believe in pillow austerity. I've got one pillow. One pillow. Mm. I know. It's, it's an upsetting... Like monkish life. What happens if that you, you toss and you turn? Next thing you look, that pillow's on the floor. What do you do then? Um, pick it up and put it back on my bed. Yeah, that's true. But the thing <laughs> is, you roll like me. You got six to you got six to play with. Get you some have like a hundred on your floor. <laughs> you've it's never very that. exciting. I buy pillows I in bulk. That. <laughs> I yes, I buy pillows direct from the factory. And a truck drops off a a, 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 a skid of pillows. Mm-hmm. Like it's a pallet. Yeah. There's a pallet. You have to get out your uh, box cutter. Box cutter <laughs> to get through the thick plastic <laughs> that they're all wrapped in for shipping. Yes. And then it's just pillow heaven from that point on. Yeah. No, that sounds that sounds amazing, but I, I think I think I've been doing pretty well with my one pillow system. You're doing all right. You got your Star Trek. So, do you enjoy Star yeah. Trek Discovery? Is it good? Has it stayed good? I think it's good. Like I think that it t- 
took some time to like find itself mm-hmm. in terms of being a Star Trek, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Because like for a while it was doing like all these interconnected mm-hmm. things and wasn't like exploring planets and all that other stuff that people complain about, but it's like gotten sufficiently weird and. Um, like, right now they're on some planet where a bunch of, like, blue energy things try to talk to people by possessing them. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Now, there's this there's this other show called, it's like the Reddit version of Star Trek called Orville. Yeah. It's like, what if, what if the computer, when he goes, computer, pull up the thing, if, like, Reddit popped up on the screen, right? <laughs> like, that's, and he just goes to subreddits, like the captain... It's the show with Seth MacFarlane, who everybody uh, loves. But it only, yeah, it goes to the Family Guy subreddit, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, you know, who, you know, who Seth MacFarlane looks a fair amount like is, uh, is that... Donny Osmond. No, oh, <laughs> Billy the dummy, the vapetriloquism dummy, looks. A oh my f- god, I have said that like about him more often than is polite. That he looks like a ventriloquist. That he looks dummy. like a living doll. Yeah, he does have. He does have uh, very pronounced uh, shiny teeth, right? Yeah, it's like if the doll po- like was possessed and then grew up and became a disappointment to its manufacturers. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> That's Seth MacFarlane. Imagine how much money he has. Just imagine the money. He goes into a, in a booth and he's like, uh, and he just does the same thing. All right, we're going to do uh, 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 a family guy real quick. And he does like, yeah, uh, hey, Lois, <laughs> oh, remember no. the time I, uh, me and Kit from uh, Knight Rider went uh, to see uh, the Rolling Stones? And then the, he's like, all right. Two. Yeah, then they're like, do the dog now. And he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Come on, well, do the baby. Come on, Peter. Do the baby. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> And then, then he goes like giggity giggity, and then they're like, "All right, let's do American Dad." He's like, "Okay, I'm doing the dad on that." And then he does, "Huh?" He does the alien, and then, then they hand him like a bag of money when it's over. <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah, it does. Then he goes to the That's, set of yeah. Orville. Have you seen Logan Lucky, Colette? Have you seen Logan no. Lucky? No. No, is it good? It's good. Uh, but Seth MacFarlane is it better than Baby Driver? Yes. Is it what now? It's better than Baby Driver. It's better than Baby Driver. That's right. You heard me. What? Yep. I I am so relieved to hear that because I didn't like Baby Driver, but I'll watch Steven Soderbergh do a car movie. I got sleepy so during good. Baby Driver. Whenever they were in the car, I was like, "What is this chalkboard movie?" Like, yeah. Or it's weird like to see John dude... Hamm be that kind of person. Yeah, I don't know why the baby driver thought that it was a smart idea to record his crime meetings to make techno music. Yeah. <laughs> they never they never explained that. Yeah, baby driver wasn't so smart. No. And also at some point somebody's got to tell baby driver they don't make iPods anymore. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He's that dude who bought all the first generation iPods off eBay for $300. Yeah, as soon as they stopped making the 120 gig iPods, baby driver rolled on and was just buy it now all day long. <laughs> So, yeah, with that money in the floorboard, he was just buying, <laughs> he was just buying iPods. You know, the thing also with Baby Driver was that it was like, 
this guy never was just like, yeah, let's just get he like he never just he could have split with the old man at any point. Been like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. the two of us. I got the money. Let's right. just get out of here. I can drive fast. They won't find us. Yeah. Although you can't it is, make a three hour movie about that though. It is kind of uh, interesting that Kevin Spacey as the villain in a movie now is oh, kind sure. of like it's like, well, yeah, I guess that's the ultimate villain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow, I hadn't even thought of that. Um, yeah, I hadn't thought of that either. I was spooked by the romance in the movie between Baby and uh, the waitress. waitress that he didn't know anything about. Who said it wasn't good. Yeah. I thought that was really creepy. Yeah. Like, I felt yeah. like uh, if anyone treated me the way that they were treating the other one, I would, mm-hmm. you know, call the police. <laughs> Anytime yeah. anybody's also a little, little too available, it's kind of like, yeah, this is maybe silly. This is a they weird situation. Well. Yeah. yeah, just like this dude's <laughs> just hanging out. He literally has nowhere else to go. Yeah. And I mean, who wouldn't be charmed by somebody whose first interaction with you is recording your voice behind your back? <laughs> yes, right. He's he's, he's surreptitiously, surreptitiously recording you, and then. Um, you're, he's got headphones on and sunglasses. Yeah. And look, the car stuff looked great. I, I liked all the car chase stuff. The beginning where, you know, all the movement is synced to the music. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. But the story was... Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Look, this chalkboard There's stuff. like three hours of movie around all that stuff. I gotta watch these guys sitting in a warehouse. It went from baby driver to warehouse sitter. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like two fifths of the movie's Baby Driver. The other three fifths is either warehouse sitter or diner eater. Then that's my movie review. <laughs> Very good. And that sums up our that sums up uh, Mary and Tom at the movies uh, to review. Lucky Logan gets a thumbs up from Mary, mm-hmm. and Baby Driver two thumbs down. Three yeah. thumbs down. I Colette see. also gave Three it a thumbs thumb. down. Yes. That's right. It's the only movie review show that there's no gauge on because only one person <laughs> saw Lucky, Logan Lucky, but then three <laughs> people saw Baby. It's like there's just no way to match yeah. the ratings against each other. It's like, just trust me. I know you guys would like yeah. it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fine. So one thumbs up and then two kind of. Uh, okay. Browbeat thumbs up <laughs> for Logan Lucky. <laughs> Colette, thank you so much for calling. No problem, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great Bye. night. Bye. You too. Bye. Nice. Did you finish your pizza? I did. Do you want one of these candies yes. that BB sent? Hey, Mike, do you want one of these? It's Vegas candy. Bye. You're... I thought maybe that'd be something worth your commentary. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Okay, I'll check it out. Here you go. <laughs> Watermelon candy that's got like a it's got a pepper in it in the middle, Ooh. like a hot kick, and it's called Lacoches. Wow. Sabor Sandia. Yum. I like the mascot. He looks like the the 7-Up guy without sunglasses on. 
Yeah, to me it looks like some sort of like Olympic mascot. Mm. Like you'd hear the music of fun playing with this guy. <laughs> that song where it's like, oh, 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 mm-hmm. oh, oh right? Mm-hmm. That's like soccer music. Best show, hi. 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 To whom am I speaking? This is Paige from Los Angeles. Paige from Los Angeles. I met you. Yes. Hi. How are you tonight? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Good. You're here with Mary Houlihan at Mary Hooley. Hi, Paige. Mary Houlihan.tumblr.com. Mary, we follow each other on Twitter. <laughs> What's up, Paige? Um, now I'm worried there's going to be a so, fire in here and I'm not going to know. I'm sorry, Paige. Now all I can do is look at this empty smoke alarm and I'm worried something's going to go down in here because the, th- the three stooges pulled the smoke alarm out. Hey, didn't you it always hear? happens. He's worried about mm. the smoke alarm, you did, you idiot. <laughs> we gotta. Find, <laughs> I gotta find some sound effects. Well, you you guys talk. Paige, what's up? What? Um, Paige, can you give a rosebud thorn? Do you know what rosebud thorn is? Yeah, I heard you explain it. So I'll give a rosebud thorn. Rose is the exciting thing, right? Yeah. No, happy right now. Yeah. Happy right now. Um, I'm calling into the best show, and I'm happy about that. Nice. That's nice. Yes. It's a feel-good show. Mm-hmm. It's a feel-good show. <laughs> it is. New tagline. <laughs> that's what everybody says. So that's, what, that's the rose. Now give us that bud. <laughs> uh, bud is a thing you're excited about, yes? Yeah. Um, my boyfriend's coming back to Los Angeles in a week-ish. Okay, where is he at? He's in Iowa for school until May, but he's coming back for Thanksgiving. Oh my goodness. What school does he go to? He goes to University of Iowa. Sick. I went to Bloomington once. I liked it. You what? I went to Bloomington once and I liked it. Is that in Iowa? Yeah, isn't that where the college is? Um, it's in Iowa City. Ay ay ay. Never mind. Ay ay ay. Um, that's the bud. All right, hit me with a thorn. Is I'm. I need to do homework right now. I have this case for a class, but I feel no motivation to do it because I recently started a job, and you go to school to get a job. But I'm still in school, so it's just kind of like, and now my internet died also, so I, like, extra can't do the homework. What's the homework? Is it boring? It's super boring. It's a business case about a company acquiring another company with cash or shares of stock, and we have to figure out the shareholder value. And <laughs> but it's also, Quit. like, in Drop a team out. of people. So <laughs> I'm, like, letting people down by not having Internet. Wow. I'm yeah. sorry. Are you interested in finance? You sound really not stoked. Um, I am interested in it, but 
I don't like doing cases. Mm. I like more of the number side of it. That's pretty much what I got my job in is like finance without the cases, just looking at the numbers side of it. And so I'm like, I don't want to do the school part now because I got the job I wanted, but I'm still in school. When are you out of school? May. <laughs> okay. And you're, yeah. are you undergrad or grad? Grad. So it's Stick like this is my sixth it. year of school and I'm so over being in school now. I know, but you're going to, you know, you're get so paid close. more good. and stuff. Yes, you're so close to the finish line. Yeah, it's going to be so worth close. it. So close. It will happen. It will. The hard part is this now. This is the hard part. It's because you yeah. see the end is not exactly right there, but the beginning, you could always look back and it looks better. Other things look better because it's not what you're, because they look like better opportunities, like to just change. Yeah. Yeah. But, and now until May is like a super short period of time, really, when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. It's going to be, it'll be fast because yeah. there's other stuff going on. Um, I had a really weird dream last night. Can I tell you guys? Yes. Yes, please. So I was like at a bar mitzvah, but it wasn't a bar mitzvah. It was like for adults to feel like they're at a bar mitzvah, <laughs> but we were all floating in like a pool and you, Tom and John were like the like hosts of it. You're like the hype men of this adult bar mitzvah. Oh my and God. <laughs> and then you just left you like slipped away in the middle of it you're like i'm really over this bye and then i was like i realized i was like oh my god this is tom sharpling and john worcester hosting this adult bar mitzvah and i was like where did tom go and you're like, oh, i don't know he just he just left that is spectacular <laughs> adult bar mitzvahs tonight's been a night with so many ideas mm-hmm. <laughs> i love it i had a dream last week that there were so many rats in it. Just no. You know what that means. What? You don't trust the people around you. Well, it means many things because, of course, I looked it up afterwards. And it said also, like, it depends on the color of the rat. It depends on what you do you like or dislike rats. Also, were the rats alive or dead or friendly or attacking? And there were friendly ones and dead ones in my dream. But there were no what malevolent rats. <laughs> so then dream analysis said what? If a rat was a different color, then it would be what? Um, I forget what it was. It was like one color is spooky and another color is like fine. I really like rats mm-hmm. because they're squirrels, basically, but just skin and tails. <laughs> um. Like, in the dream, I was happy to see these live rats. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, I would think the dead ones are not good. Mm-hmm. You know what Mike said to me last night? Mm-hmm. He was saying that he saw the movie uh, Willard mm-hmm. at the theater across from the theater. We were seeing Kurt Vile and Courtney Barnett at. Right, Mike? He's like, I saw Willard across the street. How do you feel about Willard? I was like, I don't have uh, an opinion on it. What about Ben? Still, not much of an opinion on rat movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on rat horror movies. Those were different times, though. That sure. was a whole. That was, that was a whole twenty hours ago. 
Paige, what else is going on other than your uh, school tri- tribulations? My friend drunkenly spilled what he was going to get me for his birthday, and I'm really excited about it. What is it? Or get me for my birthday. It's a life-size pillow of Jay Mascus. Oh, my goodness. First of all, cool. <laughs> Second of all, what is it, pillow night? It's pillow night on oh the best show. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's Welcome so to funny. Pillow talk. <laughs> oh my god! The double entendre. You know, I actually bought a pretty cool pillow recently. You did. Mm-hmm. It's a husband pillow. And what's that mean now? Well, I just found out that this kind of pillow is called a husband pillow. I just thought they were called like those pillows with the arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's, it's a great. pillow with arms. You know the kind, it's sort of like triangle-ish and it has arms and you can sit up and read. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's changed my life. So you got one of those, that pillow is just doing, it's fixed everything? It's true. Help out your back. Yeah. Your I used neck. to be leaning against the wall like a mm-hmm. total dummy. Yeah, so now you've got a pillow that you can surf Ooh. the web yeah. with, right? Mm-hmm. What a... What won't they think of next, right? <laughs> They'll never stop with the pillow technology. My pillow is that commercial. I really love strange cable commercials. Have you seen those? Uh, it's like for an auto parts website, and it's just like really crappy MS Paint type cartoon with really weird jingles and Whoa. phrases like, don't go to the auto store and ask the guy to punch the thing into the computer box <laughs> oh my god i haven't seen that but i really like the general do you know the general yeah yeah, yeah. he's so weird do you like the hangs out with Shaq now i didn't know that <laughs> they replaced the penguin like with that. shaquille o'neal oh my god i think like bad computer animation is like the funniest well thing. wait till you see Shaq <laughs> and the general together it's insane <laughs> hey general he's always like oh shit <laughs> like the general yep general commercial Shaq we gotta hear a little bit of oh my god Companies are raising their rates. The General is fighting to make auto insurance easier to get, regardless of your driving record. The monthly Hello. payments are low, and you can get immediate proof of insurance. Is my reception bad? And now I am not Ugh. on there anymore. No, you were fine. You were fine. We were playing something you mm-hmm. couldn't hear. Yeah, we were listening oh, to okay. the General okay. <laughs> and we're playing the commercial. General. Yes. Oh, that's good. Paige, I yeah. salute you. Stick with it. You're closer than you know. Yeah, you're almost done. Thank you. And congrats on the Your cool encouragement job. means That's a great. lot. Yes, you have a great night. Bye. Thanks, you too. Night. Too quick for you. <laughs> nice footwork, Jack. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they goof around. Shaq is doing alt lines Ugh. with a CGI... <laughs> Like green screen general. is happening. Is yeah. it green screen or is the general real? <laughs> no, the general's not real. I wish the general was real. Yeah, Could you imagine? Same. Wouldn't that be the greatest thing? Like, it, what if just like, would you use that for one of your three wishes to make the general real? 
Uh, I guess, Do you yeah. Have falling asleep? Do you toss and turn all... ...so you could have the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I he meant his machine washable. washable. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a pillow that could last, so I made it machine washable and dryable. You know this guy, Mike? My pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Not only that, I do all my own manufacturing in my home state of Minnesota. Now I'm proud to announce that my pillow is the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. To celebrate... It makes your pillow seem just like a piece of junk now, huh? This guy doesn't sound well-rested. I don't trust he, him. He sounds tired. I think he sounds very well. He sounds too well-rested. <laughs> if anything, Mike Lindell Ooh. is a little... Well, rest a little too, uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can do this. Hey, we gotta fix the smoke alarm. Tom is worried about the smoke alarm. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm trying to get the battery in it. Well, do it faster, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Do it faster, you idiot. Hey, don't call me an idiot. I'll call you an idiot if I want to call you an idiot. Idiot. God. Guys? Oh, Mike sounds mad again. Uh-oh. Tell you, it's like an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> Maybe because you uh, said that they were morons that hit each other. <laughs> no, I didn't say they were morons. I said they were playing. Oh. Just like I wouldn't say that Mo Howard was a moron in real life. Hmm. He was playing a moron. Right. Mike's not a dude. He's not a moron. He's one of the smartest guys I know. Well, mm-hmm. that's he's a very smart guy <laughs> he's like a seven out of ten yeah yeah in terms of in terms of your all you guys i think you're all sevens out of ten i'm taking points off for uh for uh what was it again pringles mike was all twisted about pringles yeah then don't eat them well i i forgot that i forgot that the 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 potato chip draft is in effect and you have to eat the snacks I bring. Lug that stuff in the rain. It's pouring. It's like a monsoon outside. I'm wheeling this thing across the Costco parking lot. Soaking wet. The press. They're trying to make sure the snacks don't get wet. And this is the thanks you get? Come on. Thank you, Mary. Ugh. Thank you, Duty. I know you understand. Best show, hi. Hi. Welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? This is Alex from Brooklyn. Alex from Brooklyn. What's going on, Alex? Um, not much. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Hi. You're here with Hi, Mary. Mary. Yeah. What's up? Not much. Um, I wanted to talk to Tom about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, if that's cool. Oh, oh please. Sure, please. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I don't want to say that I'm defending them. 
but I guess I, I am a little bit. Okay. Um, but it's more like I'm defending one song by them. What song? Don't stop! Make me name me That one? <laughs> no, no, that one nothing. we can uh, throw in the trash. Um, P? It's off of One Hot Minute, I think it's called, the record. Alright, I gotta check this out. One Hot Minute, that um, was the one Dave Navarro It has played. a lot of cursing, though. And it's called P? Yeah. This seems troubling. But it's kind of like, I think it's mostly, it came up in my uh, memory, I guess, this year because of all the horrible things going on. And it's kind of a song about dealing with uh, horrible people and horrible things. And it's just the letter P? No, no, no. P like like a green P. Oh, okay. You don't like Danny California? <laughs> I I actually do like Danny California. I do that song at karaoke sometimes. Yeah, it's a good karaoke. I, I do too. It's perfect for that. When it goes, right on the vein of California, right on the vein the back to Alabama. Like... Anybody can stay in his range as a singer. Like you can just like over California rest in peace. That I can't play this. It seems filthy. I'm looking at the lyrics. Yeah, it's very filthy. It's very filthy. But I it's I looked it up once like the story behind it and I think it was that Flea had pink hair and was walking to practice and like got beat up and then they wrote that song but Flea sings it oh he does sing it okay it's the only Red Hot Chili Pepper song performed and sung solely by Flea and yeah it's it's very Mellow compared to all the other Red Hot so, Chili Peppers. So the songs. reason you like it is because it sounds nothing like mm-hmm. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, I guess that's true. Well, I anything, didn't really think about that until now. You tonight are the one condemning the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I guess so. By saying the only way to be a fan of them. They got one good song, and it doesn't sound like yeah. them. And none of the other three are on it, <laughs> including the singer. Yeah, also, please, probably, well, I guess not the best part about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but one of the best parts. Wait, who would be better than him? Um, That other guy. What's his name? Chad Smith. Um, no. John Frashanti? Yes. But he ain't yes. in the group no more. Okay, so I guess that's like double condemnation then. What about that song? My life is out found a man and I would like an aeroplane. It's an aeroplane. <laughs> Do you like that song? No, I don't like I that one. I haven't heard that in a long time. Do you like the song? Sometimes I feel like <laughs> I don't need a stranger. <laughs> that song? <laughs> I do like that song. Did you ever hear them do it on Saturday Night Live? I did not. It's really funny because because it's when they did it, John Frusciante was about to quit. Mm. 
So what he did is he he mixed up the way he was playing the chords on it to throw off Anthony Kiedis and his singing. And then his singing got like, he was so off key with it. Oh, God. I kind of love that level of pettiness. Yeah, remember when Tom Arnold hosted SNL? What's up, Pat? Oh, no, yeah, I'm not going to play. She can't hear. The caller can't hear. Sorry. (laughs) What's going on? And look. Yes, please. Before you leave. You can can take him. He's talking to a mic. What's up? Hey. Out there is Pat. Pat, What's up? Producer on the show. What's the mood out there? It's pretty icy. Studio left again. Where's he going? He takes walks. He gets frustrated at Mike name. He takes walks. Really? Yeah. And is, is Mike... that for real or are you just saying that? No, it's real. It's real. No. Yeah. And what's Mike? You guys are freaks. What's Mike's mood out there? I can't track it. Uh, he was angry. Then he got happy. Yeah. And uh, I think he's still happy. Okay, know. good. Yeah. Good. Could, I want um, him happy. Yeah. Could I get an update? I forget which one hates the other one. And hates sure, the I'm other glad one. I because I need to review this every once in a while. <laughs> so. uh, Jason hates Mike. Mike, yeah. Mike <laughs> hates Dudio. Jason, yeah. I think Mike Jason hates, hates. They both. hate each other. Yeah, I think Mike hates both of us. They but... both like you. No, Mike likes you. Oh, okay. It's hard to tell. He doesn't love you. He likes you. Yeah, it's hard to tell. You hate both of them, right? And that's kind of the breakdown. Yeah. They both like you mm-hmm. to varying, I think it's a, it's a, the, the amount of like changes. That's fun. But yeah. They, uh, you hate both of them. I hate both of them. Who do you hate more, Dudio or, or Mike? Uh, probably Dudio. Probably Dudio? Yeah. yeah, that's fair. And then here's Mike laughing. I tell you, if you want to get Mike to laugh, there are a few <laughs> surefire ways. Mike will laugh at me, me getting insulted, hurt. If I ever want to tell Mike, if I ever want to hear Mike laugh, hey Mike, can you come here for a second? People <laughs> cursing on the show. Yeah. I just want to test Mike and see if he laughs at a couple things. Here we go. Mike. <laughs> yeah. What if I told you uh, that about a story where I like lost my wallet? Would you find that funny? Uh, not as funny as yeah. some of your other okay. humiliating well, let, let, let me, tales. Let me get into those. <laughs> I want to see. So that yes yeah. or no? No. No. Now, Mike, if I told a story about how um, how uh, when I was in high school. Um, they made us run a race. <laughs> the fr- the seniors made us race each yeah, other. Yeah. Yeah. You find that pretty you funny. And you won. Yeah. 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 And that then was... they said, all right, you make it to the second yeah, round yeah, yeah. of the racing. <laughs> See, here I laughs. Yeah. That to him is funny. Yeah. Mike, if I told you a story about that I had, oh, yeah. Uh, if I told you a story, <laughs> Dudio's staring in here now. Uh-huh. Um, if I told you a story about how uh, uh, my foot got run over by a car, <laughs> would you find that funny? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Okay, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, what if well, I told uh, you a story about when I was in – we were hiding from the bullies 
and we actually hid in my friend's mother's car <laughs> as the bullies came looking for us. No, I, I don't think I've heard that one. No, I didn't tell That's that one. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you like that one. Listen yeah. to that. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. I was bullied. Such misfortune. Right? How, how, how long did you stay in the car? My, oh, my God. We spent a lot <laughs> of time in that car. We were in that car a lot because uh, his mom worked at an adjoining office building to the school, so we would eat lunch and hide in the car sometimes when they were looking for us. And it was hot out? <laughs> no, it wasn't, but you uh, certainly wish it was. What do you want us covered in sweat in the back? Well, yeah, it would be a little Weird. more perilous. Yeah, sure. It's uh-huh. like a black snake moan. It's like Georgia in the the southern heat. Well, you're supposed to crack a window for, for doors, for dogs, dogs. you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. I get it. He loves my misery. Wow. He loves the misery. Running over the foot. I didn't see that was one. I'll say this. I put that one in there thinking he would go, no, that's not very funny. Right. <laughs> like car running my foot over. Yeah, we thought that was pretty good. Automatic eh? laughing. Yeah, he, was like, he was like, no, that's a funny one. Oh, my God. How was that candy? I didn't have it yet. I thought it would affect my speaking. No, why don't you try it? And we're in the home stretch of the show, if you don't mind. Wow. What's that, Mike? Oh. Mike didn't like it. Oh, Mary's eating more pizza. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Thank you, Pat. So who can you do impressions of, Mary, before you eat that pizza? <laughs> who are some of your top, your go-to impressions mm. that bring the house down? And call her. I'm going to say goodnight to you. Hello? Hello? Best show, hi. Hello? You're still there, right? <gasps> I think she hung up. Uh-oh. Um, I can do Stevie Nicks, kind okay. of. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. <clears throat> um, how was it? Oh, I'm back to back to the jeep, that I was. Yeah, I like uh, doing her, but not uh, enunciating anything. Mm-hmm. That's great. I can do Marge Simpson. Let's hear that. <laughs> I can do um, Millhouse. Do you want to hear that? Sure. Okay. Bart! <laughs> okay. I can do... Hmm... Who uh, can you do? Who's like a non-cartoon character that you can do? Can you do like an AP Mike impression? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe a a Gwen Stefani, maybe. I don't know. All right, well, you figure them out. We'll do them next time. (laughs) This is not the last time you'll be on the show. Okay, I'll practice impressions. You're one of the... You know what you're in, Mary? What? You're in the Platinum Circle. Yes. You tell me when you want to come on the show. Ooh. Do you know who's in the circle like that? Claire? Claire's in the, Claire O'Kane's in the circle. Brett? Brett's not in the circle. Is he in silver? Brett's gotta come down. I gotta Bronze. get Brett down here. Joe? F? 
Joe Firestone, mm-hmm. not in the circle. Mm. I like Joe a lot. I know you have mixed feelings about oh Joe my Firestone. God. So me and Joe are really good friends. And uh-huh. anytime Tom is alone with either one of us, he says that we hate each other and that only one of us can succeed in the entertainment industry and that the other one has to is going quit. to have to fail. So. Um, Look, this was not, I did not, <laughs> this is not up to me. It's just the way the biz works. It's not called show friendship. Wow. And look, I'll say this right now. I hope both of you succeed. Oh my God. Yeah, I hope you both should. Of you. <laughs> I want to see both of you be uh, super famous. But there mm-hmm. is only room for one of you. Okay. <laughs> so, no, of course. And I want to say this about Joe Firestone. Tomorrow... The podcast of of Dr. Game Show comes out featuring me as one of the guests. And who am I competing against? Who? Dudio. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was so much fun. Wow. It was fun to do something with Jason outside of here, right, Jason? It was a really fun time. And that's going to be up Dr. Game Show. It's up over at Earwolf.com. That's so cool. I'm recording one next week. No, well, aren't you I'm, fancy? Mm-hmm, and I'm going to play against Dylan Marin. Do you know Dylan? I know of Dylan Marin. So nice and cool. Is he nice? Mm-hmm. Is he nice and cool? Mm-hmm. Does he bring the goods comedy-wise, son? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Comedy-wise, one out of one to ten. What do you give? Thirteen. Thirteen. The same grade Dudio gave my <laughs> Your Costco snack, snack selection. All right. I think I'm going to end the show. What do you think about that? Cool. Love it. I do love it. I want to say this. Mary Houlihan, you're the best. Thanks. You're the best. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I've had better. I, 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 there's, I had a good run. You're the best. I gave my best. <laughs> But I guess my best wasn't good enough. Remember that song? No, sing more. Just once. Can we finally find a way to make it right? Now do you know it? Make the magic last for more than just one night. Mm-hmm. Right? Can I request the song for you to sing? Yeah, what's that? Can you sing MacArthur Park? Can I sing MacArthur Park? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Spring was never waiting <laughs> for us, girl. It ran one step ahead as we followed in the dance. Pressed between the pages of our lives in love's hot fevered iron like a striped pair of pants. MacArthur's Park is melting in the dark, all the sweet cream icing flowing down. Someone left the cake out in the rain. I don't think that I can take it, cause it took so long to bake it, and I'll never have that recipe again. Oh no! There, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> what if I kept going? 
There will be another day life for me. That was Richard Harris. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. great Richard Harris. So amazing. The best. The stories he would tell. You should watch videos of him because he was like, do you know, like, he, he was like, he ran with, like, uh, Peter O'Toole and he was like a drunkard. Like, him and these actors, these British actors who were, they were just drunk all the time. Whoa. And they just tell stories about just being drunk. Whoa. And then everybody's like, oh, that's so much fun uh, when they talk about <laughs> being drunk. But it's like, yeah, they didn't have to deal. Like, when it's on a talk show, it's safe. Right, they're like, not talking about, like, puking. Yeah, imagine. Cause that's the, <laughs> yes, that's the part he, these guys somehow conveniently leave out of the stories is them horking all over, like, a theater dressing room mm-hmm. where they're doing, like, Macbeth. And then it's just like, yeah, fun thing. Funny thing about the story you told, uh, you, you seem to leave out the, the puke I had to clean up. Mm. Like, that is just, uh, yeah. Richard Harris, the best. I'm going to find one clip of him talking, and then we will say goodnight. The other song he sang, This time we almost made the pieces fit, didn't we, girl? I've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. I'm not done. This is my dream. It's me, the full orchestra. And I'm the least talented member of the whole thing. <laughs> These are like classically trained musicians, just like it was with Richard Harris. He wasn't a very good singer, but he just had these songs written by Jimmy Webb. And he would do these songs, and then everybody was just like, oh, it's the greatest thing. He's, isn't it so much fun? Tremendous notice is when after just a few weeks of, I guess, rehearsal and previews, he took over as King Arthur in Camelot which uh, is at the Pantages Theater until June, uh, June 7th. Would you welcome, please, Richard Harris. And he came on talk shows always wearing, he always had like a long scarf on. He looks like Doctor Who. Like this is who Doctor Who should have been, Richard Harris. Throwing up in the TARDIS. That's a lovely song, isn't it? Throw yeah, up. It says a lot, says a lot. Beautiful. I want to find out first before we take, first of all, it's good to see you again. Thank it's you a so long much. time. You too. What happened the other night... I read um, where you were in a scene where you were praying to God. Uh, all of a sudden, there was a scream. Uh, according to the papers, it was the uh, stage manager's wife. Yeah. And all of a sudden, some scenery was being lowered, about a 1,000 or 2,000 pounds of scenery, right coming right down on you. What yeah. happened? What, well, what happened really was that they had this... It was in the original production, Richard Burton's one, right? Right. And they found it too dangerous because he was in pain. He was right. in great pain in his back. And they found it too dangerous to do for him to do. So they cut it, but when they showed it to me in the rehearsals, I said, I can do that. I'd like to do that. And what it really, what it really is, is, of course, is that I have been manipulated into allowing Lancelot and Guinevere to, to be alone in the castle without me. Right. All right, that, was, that story sucks. That's a bad mm-hmm. example. Cut this from the podcast. When you turn this into a podcast. What? Cut it. These are the things I want cut from tonight's show. And Make write it this twice down. twice as long. Now write this down. Put it at half speed. I want you to cut. Cut the whole thing earlier where I was talking about the Costco thing. Cut all that. Uh, what else could get cut? The, the, the Kurt Vile story. All the Jello Man, Mike, Kurt Vile 
Courtney Barnett's. I've cut that. Cut about 80% of Mary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just leave in her eating pizza. <laughs> yes. Just leave that moment in. I'll, uh, cut it so that it's just me going, please bring in Mary Houlihan, and then you just hear... Chewing. Yes, I'm just chewing sounds. And then that'll be the show. It'll be two and a half minutes long. So, uh... Sounds yeah. good. Sounds like a good episode, right? Yeah. So... But really, in all seriousness, you know. <laughs> that didn't work. It's a mistake. Leave that. Cut that, Pat. <laughs> Pat, cut that. All right, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Nothing's working tonight. All this equipment's not working. I take this computer, throw it in the street. What should I play? I'll play. You're know, going to play one song. Uh, yet again, one more song from the Courtney Barnett Kurt Vile album. I'm going to play the final song on the album. It's called Untogether. Do you like that song, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, Mike likes it. So I'll play it. Mary. Tom. Thank you for coming down. Thank you for it's having always me. the best. It's my always favorite. the best. I really like it. The Platinum Circle. You're in it. Just me and Claire. Just you and Claire. <laughs> Joe Firestone. Mm-hmm. Not in it yet. She's she's a, she's in the Gold Circle. Mm-hmm. Not the Platinum Circle. So, but you, you you know, I have a good feeling. She'll get there. Yeah, I think so. You'll get there, Joe. <laughs> oh God. Connor O'Malley. Is he in the plat circle? In the copper circle. Mm. Yeah. He's working his way up. He's working his way. He's, he's doing <laughs> he's all right. He's putting in the work. He's putting the work in. <laughs> you know who else is putting the work in? Who? Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile with their album, A Lot of Sea Lice. They only got a few shows left. See them if they are coming to your city. It was a great show. Here is Untogether. We will be back next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs> I was friendly with this girl who insisted on touching my face. She 